The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I've decided. You're right, Kath. Yeah, it's an old-fashioned song, isn't it? It's um, I'm sure uh, it was all right back in the day. <laughs> I've decided, right? Because I'm not feeling very Christmassy. I put the Christmas tree up today, but I bought a really cheap one for twenty quid. That'll show it. That'll show Christmas. <laughs> Two fingers up at Christmas. I'm not feeling it. But I, I said to the boys, um, um, because they're coming over this weekend, then they'll be over Boxing Day. And I said, should I get a Christmas tree? They went, yeah, of course. So I bought a cheap Christmas tree and I put it up and I put some lights on it and some baubles. Why don't this sounds like um this isn't like a Michael McIntyre? Why, 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 when you buy the bobble, the bobble, the bobbles, why haven't they got the string? Well, you got to string the bobbles. You, you they know you're going to hang them up. Why they put the string in already? It's because you bought cheap bobbles. Do you turn your computer off, please, mate? Yes. Um. So I put the tree up, and uh, but we're not going to play any Christmas songs. I think we're going to put the only Christmas song we'll play is the the doctored version. Of Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade, where it's just the line repeated over and over again. Are you hanging up your stocking on your wall? Other than that, we're going to play the antithesis of Christmas songs, which has to be summer songs, doesn't it? That's what we're going to do. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Busy old show tonight. I say that often, and um, tonight I actually mean it. Um, you remember uh, there was a big story last week. Um, radio presenter on another uh, station. Uh, made some, well, it, it happened a while ago. Made some really offensive um, <clears throat> comments 
uh, rude, personal, nasty comments about um, a blind gentleman. Uh, it was, I think, he was a reporter at the BBC, wasn't he? This this guy. Um, also, a blind producer. Um, and they were mean, and we we know that guy's shtick, and that's kind of what he does. But the, the the thing that really got me was he was joking about these guide. Now, is it ponies or horses? Let's oh. say horses and see where we get. <clears throat> and uh, I've been fascinate, fascinated by these guide horses. I first saw one in a paper about three years ago when I think I was at the BBC with you. And I guess it was... Hello, is that my stomach or your stomach? Mine. Hello. It was mine, sorry. Um, I think it was in America, and it was a picture that was in a newspaper of a woman on an aeroplane with a guide horse. Or pony, we'll get the right definition in a minute. I remember saying, and I laughed. I did laugh. I'm going to be honest, I laughed. Because it looked, it looked so unusual. So, obviously it's not a full-sized horse. Come on, guys. It's a tiny little horse. But it looked so... I laughed. Um, but then I read more about it, and, and I got it. And I've been fascinated by it ever since. Absolutely fascinated. I think it's incredible. Um, and there was all this nastiness last week about this story, and we don't need to go into that anymore. But one of the names that popped up in the story was the name Katie Smith, who um, uh, trains these guide horses and so last week we said i wonder if we can get katie to come on the show well i'm absolutely thrilled to say we've got katie smith on the show good evening katie good evening katie guide horses or ponies first of all what's the correct horses guide horses and how uh, how did you get into training these guide horses um i got into training um digby because i have a therapy business uh where i've got american miniature horses that I take into care homes and nursing homes wow. and nurseries, and also we've done the second ever hospital ward visits today. Oh, this, you, you, hang on, sorry, Digby's second ever. Well, it, it wasn't uh, Digby. All my minis, minis have been on a ward visit today right. to hospitals. Wow, uh, which is absolutely <laughs> priceless, amazing. That's incredible. How and how? Sorry, how many horses do you take with you on a ward visit? Um, we we took four today. Wow, that must be an amazing sight. You get sat up in your bed. Did I just see some horses going past here, or are these meds really strong? How now? For those who've not seen them, there've been loads of pictures of Digby in particular. How big are these horses? Um, my smallest one, she's six months old, and she's about eight, eighteen to twenty oh. inches high. Oh. Um, and <laughs> my biggest, which is Digby, yeah. He's 33 inches high, um, and he's he's so amazing. He's an absolute... He's only 18 months old. He's he's levelled off. He's stopped growing. Good. Um, <laughs> and I'm still training him to be a guide horse for a lady in um, London who, who would like a... A taller one. Because he's... Have I got... This was in the papers last week, so probably a load of this is wrong, Katie, but he is too... He, Digby is now too big for the gentleman that was featured in the story. Is that right? Yes. Right. Yes. OK. Um, because of the, the job that the gentleman does, I think he felt that um, he, needed a sm- he needs a smaller one. Yeah. Um, but Digby's got, got a new home coming up soon, which is, which is fantastic. Yes. 
Um, let's, we'll get on to the guiding in a bit. Tell me about... So, so you... you uh, it's incredible that you... Because my mum lives in a care home, and occasionally they will have someone that will bring in um, some dogs. Quite often I'll be there, and, and there'll be some dogs that are there, because everybody knows that animals are great therapy for people who are old or who are, you know, in pain or not very well. And you're stroking a dog, stroking a cat, we know that. Um... And uh, taking a horse around must just blow people's minds, mustn't it? That's incredible. Oh, the smiles. The, I the, bet. The smiles. It, the, the whole room lights up. The person lights up. It just brings out memories. And, mm. uh, you know, it's fascinating to see how a miniature horse, the magic mm. that they bring, can, can uplift a person that doesn't speak, doesn't have any interest, and then the horse walks in. <laughs> I love it, I love it. You know, it's the best gift. It brings them out anyone. of them. It brings them out of themselves, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. And what do they do? Do they, they just... They, are they allowed to touch the horses? They're allowed to stroke <clears> them. Um, able-bodied um, people are, can walk them around. Even wow. people in wheelchairs. Wow. And um, they're trained to walk by the side of the wheelchairs. So people feel like they've got independence yeah. without, um, you know, being being made to feel that they've got a disability. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long have you been doing this for, Katie? Um, the, um, the therapy uh, going into care homes is about seven years. Brilliant. And it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, no, it is good for you because I've I, I say I've seen I've seen the, the effect that dogs can have um, in care homes, and I just I, I bet horses bring a whole extra bit of magic. Were you doing? <clears throat> I nearly said the, the word normal. Then let me rephrase that. Were you doing? Um, uh, I don't know. Fuller sized horses. Were you training what we would consider, you know, the, your, your average horse, and then specialised in these miniature horses? Yeah, I've always had horses, um, and then I had. Um, a riding accident, which uh, w- I broke my back, so oh, it meant gosh. that I couldn't do the care work that I was doing. Yeah. So when I was recovering, it gave me an idea that horses, because of what horses have done for me, maybe I could share my passion mm. with people and share the good what they do to people. Yeah. And miniature horses, when did you... So you've been doing the... the, the taking them to, to to homes and hospitals for, for, for seven years. When did you first become aware of the, the, their guiding work they could do? Uh, six... Six and a half years ago, when I first got my first American miniature horse, Mr P. So when I was looking for a smaller horse to go into care homes, so... They weren't so much in the face of someone. <laughs> yes. Um, I came, I came across an article on the, gu- the guide horses in America, mm. and I just thought that is such a fantastic idea, I'd, which I'd like to bring to England. And but the ones, the, the miniature horses that I I have, I wanted to breed one, so I knew exactly what I was getting. Yeah. Um. So. That's where Digby came into it. I bred him, and he just had something about him when he was born. How do, how would it work, Katie? If I if I um, w- was was blind or visually impaired, and I had a guide horse, um, how would it work? I mean, I'm sat at a desk in a studio. Would he would he be sat 
next? Is it the same as a guide dog in that, that it kind of goes with you everywhere? Well, yeah. I mean, a guide, a guide dog will go as to as many places that is um, needed. Yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't want to take him, say, to a music festival. No. You know, where there's, you know, maybe lots of crowds and not enough room. So you you take you'd be able to take your horse to mostly everywhere you wanted to go. And would he just sit? Patiently beside me while I was, you know, shopping or while I was working. He just sit there. Yeah, it's it's it stand next. You know, the stand next to you. Incredible. Um, Digby, um, when you're standing and you're talking, or you're, um, like I was in the bank yesterday, he lays down. <laughs> I love it. I'm, so just, I'm giggling out of glee, Katie, because this is such a wonderful image. And and I know I know this because we we when we Catherine and I worked at a local radio station we we quite, had to cover too often um, uh, people with guide dogs who got kicked out of restaurants and bakers. Remember there was a baker mm-hmm. that wouldn't let guide dogs in, even though it was illegal. You got to let a guide dog in. Are the rules the same for guide horses? Could, could, do they have do places have to allow guide horses in because they're working animals? Yes, yes, they they have to let um, the guide horses in. Um, and we've had um, the all, all the green light from the environmental health and restaurants and everything to say that we can go into um, establishments. I love it. Now, Catherine, I'm afraid, is going to lower the tone. Well, here. I just it's, the, it's a practical thing, and I, 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 I'm guessing you'll know what I'm going to. I'm going for now. Thunderpants. <laughs> no, ah, they don't. Do they? The answer. Thunderpants. Bucket. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That's not a technique. Fingers crossed. Because <laughs> you know you, you don't want to be transporting that around. Um, so what they wear underpants? Well, they're called thunderpants. Wow. But you can actually potty train. You can you can train um, train the horse to um, hang on until it's convenient for him to. Till you're not in the queue at the post office. Cross his legs, otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love this. I think this is brilliant. You're, are you, you're the only um, trainer in this country. Is that right, Katie? Yes. Um, yeah. So you've got a lot of work to do because there's going to be now. Now people know that these guide horses exist. How popular are they in the states? Because I say I, I saw a story about one maybe about three, three and a half years ago. Are they big over? Um, not big, obviously. They're still the same size. But are they popular over there? I think that, um, I was over there. Last month, and um, there's about sixteen of them in 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 America. Oh, okay, so so still, still, um, got to keep, stop using the word small, but it's still small kind of business over there. Then. Yes, yes, I, I think I think it, there's a need for them hmm? because there's a, um, a small minority of people that can't have a dog. Well, that was the again. You know, don't want to talk about him behind his back, but that was the reason that this guy was in the paper because he was allergic to dogs, and of course, a lot of people are allergic or to dogs. Or frightened of dogs. Or frightened of dogs. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, so so this will make a, this makes a huge difference. And here's the thing: we we take you know, I, I mentioned my mum's in a home, Katie. She's in a wheelchair, and we take the fact that we can walk everywhere for granted. I couldn't take my mum on the London Underground, for example, because there's nowhere for her to get on and off. And people with sight, we take this gift that we have for granted. We have a couple of callers 
um, who ring in regularly who've got trouble with, with their, uh, their vision. And um, I, I just think that this is... this One of the good things about this story breaking last week was that it, got, it caused a lot of people to think about the way we speak about um, blind people and visually impaired people, and also about a lot of... Uh, it caused a lot of people to think about how difficult... Difficult, maybe not the right word. How different it is for them. And to see that people like you, Katie, doing this amazing, amazing work with these these incredible animals. My God, I want one, of course, which is totally the wrong thing to say, but I do. My kittens would hate it, though. Um, I just wanted to give you a pat on the back and say, well done. You're doing brilliant work, Katie, and thank you. Oh, no, thank you for having me on. It's been lovely, and thank you for mentioning my work and therapy work. It's just, you know, I'm so, you know, blessed. You should be very proud of... I'm sure you are. You should be very proud of what you're doing because you're helping a lot of people in a unique way. Is there... I don't know. Is there a website if people want to come and find out more about you, Katie? Is there anywhere they should go and have a look? Yeah, I've got um, a Facebook page, which is KL Pony Therapy. OK, we're going to find that. We're going to find that and we're going to tweet it and let people know to go and have a look. Katie, thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for the work that you're going to do. Um, okay. And you, listen, you've got our details. If you ever want to come on and have a chat about stuff, then you'd be very, very welcome. Oh, will do. I'll keep you informed of Digby's progress. Yeah, please do. Let us know how, Digby, how Digby's going on. Thank you, Katie. Nice yeah. to talk to you. All right, then. Thank you very right, much Katie. indeed. What a nice lady. What a great job. I kept giggling out of glee. I know. Just pure glee. I know that my, my mum's care home, they brought some horses in. That everyone would, would go bananas for that. My mum, holding at the reins of a horse as she went along in a wheelchair. Well. That's magic. That's sh- magic, Katie. Well done. I showed the kids a picture of uh, Digby and his friends. There was a great picture in one of the local papers. Yeah. And the squeals. <laughs> squeals That's of it. delight. They're just so gorgeous. Because it doesn't. It doesn't look real. No. It's because it, it's such an unusual sight to see a tiny little horse. Thank you, Katie. And um, last week must have been very, very frustrating for you. Good stuff has come out of it. We now know more about it. You've got a hotline to this show. Anytime you want to tell us about Digby, we want to know. 0344 499 1000. We'll tweet. <clears throat> We'll find that Facebook page, and me and Kath will tweet it as well if you want to um, go and uh, have a look at Katie's work. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Alexis Comran, and George Galloway. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I've just tweeted the link, KL Pony Therapy. If you looked that up on Facebook, literally the last two and a half minutes, it's been me and Kath going, Oh, look at that! Looking look at the photos. Oh, so cute! Honestly, go and have a look at our Facebook page, and um, there's pictures of the hospital visit, and... If you don't squee, you're not human. No, if you don't what? Squee! Squee? Yes. Squee- this is the second time tonight that I want to pick you up on, on what you say. There's no such thing as squee, it's squeal. I know it's squeal, but squee is the noise. Yeah, but the word is squeal. Um, <laughs> tell me about the two twin characters in Alice in Wonderland. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Incorrect. It's Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Isn't it? I, I tell you what, let's ask, a, let's ask an expert. Good evening, Alan. What would you would you say Tweedledum and Tweedledee or Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Okay, well, so he's on your side. Mm. So that just Dumb shows last, yeah. That just shows how weak your argument is. It's Tweedledee, Tweedle. No, hang on. I can't remember. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. That's mine. What did you no, say? You said Tweedledum first. I said Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. Yes, that's mine. No, that's mine. Tweedledee and Tweedledum and Tweedledee. You don't even well, know well, what I'll you're saying. Well, flip a coin and settle the argument that way. Sorry. Do heads or tails? 
Well, and settle the argument that way. Well, that's not how we settle arguments in this country, although after the last few days in politics, maybe that's how we should. Um, we got the night off yesterday, Alan. Everyone's going, those jammy... I saw people on, on Facebook, jammy gets getting the night off and getting paid. Didn't no, 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 no. No play, no pay. Oh, no, there was no money going into my bank account last night. I'm going to invoice Theresa May. Yeah, exactly. Screw you, Brexit. Now Brexit's starting to have a financial impact on my life. What did you do for your night off? Well, we kind of <laughs> did the same thing. We um, played an online computer game called Jackbox, where um, I was streaming it on Twitch, and people could play at home on their mobile phones for free, and basically we just drew dicks. Crying cactuses. That's what we did. It was, a game, it was a game where you had to draw a face, and so everyone just draw penises. That was it for an hour, and then my, then my internet crashed, probably because of the weight of the, pe- the penises. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I watched the uh, uh, celebs coming out of the jungle. Oh, no, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. I listened to um, Alexis and George last night, of course, uh, doing an excellent job deconstructing, basically, the thing that hadn't really happened, because nothing happened. Three hours of talking about something that hadn't happened. But they yeah. did it well. Yeah. And, and also... I'm looking forward to Christmas now, because Robert's coming down for Christmas. OK, so just... You've got, well, I tell you what, Alan, we'll sit back, you do your... Because you, you're not responding to anything we're saying. You do your monologue no, and I'm let us know when I'm you're off. done. Where you go. No, I'm off. I'm off. I'm off. I'm, I'm done. I'm finished. He's done. He's, done. Fin- he's finished. Completed. He's done. Benito. Ending. Finn. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I say Tweedledee, Tweedledum. It's Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Thank you. Says who? Says Dave, David Hill. OK. We don't play Dave Hill. No, go away. <laughs> um, strange start to the show. Yeah. Strange vibes. Some conflict, though. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Yeah. That's how it should be. As Tweedledum's mum, I can say it however I want. <laughs> what? My daughter's playing Tweedledum. Oh, right. OK. Well, g- get, this, get me a copy of the script. Huh? Let me get me a copy of the script. Why? I want to vet it. <laughs> I want to make sure it's right. I want to make sure it's right. Whenever I t- Here's the thing. If I take a night off, I can't do the show. Weekends don't count as nights off. No. Um, but if I take a night off unexpectedly, as it was unexpected yesterday, you know, I got, I got what I did, because there was a very strong chart. People going, well, this isn't supposed to be an alternative. Well, had Theresa May been kicked out, then... I mean, I could have done it. I did, we could have... Me and Kath could have done it, but I didn't really fancy it. Um, so they, they took the punt, and... Th- th- bless you. You know, if, she, if she'd have been kicked out, please, try to get some momentum. If she'd have been kicked out, then you needed heavyweights in, like George Galloway and Alexis Comron, um, to cover it. Um, both very nice guys who I like a lot. Um, but it turns out nothing really happened. Nothing nothing happened, did it, withheld number man? (laughs) Not on this show, not on this show. No Christmas songs on this show. Not any Christmas songs on this show. Oh, you misery. No, I'm just so not feeling the Christmas vibe. The, 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 I'm going to wrap some presents tomorrow, Ooh. put them around the Christmas tree. Oh. Then I'm going to rock around the Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, it's just got a crappy Christmassy for the kids. It's not even in the living room. 
It's in the office. You're so defiant. Well, the thing is, here's the thing, right? The kittens will have it over if you Kitten, put it in If I can't put it in the living room, because the kittens will have it. Little sods. Um, but if if I put Christmas decorations up now, right? Mm. Some point I've got to take them down, yeah? Yeah. Can you think of a can you think of a sadder image than an overweight, middle-aged, divorced man taking down his Christmas decorations on his own, wiping a sad tear away from his eyes? He puts them in a box. Yeah, I can't think of something. I'm not finished. Oh. Seller tapes it up, mm-hmm. puts the box into the garage, and thinks of thinks of happier times. Yeah, think of a sadder image. Yeah, I can go. On. Same bloke, not putting any up at all. That's not sad, though. That's practical. Sadder. I put a Christmas tree up. And, I and bought his cri- children coming over going, oh, where are the, Chris- where are the Christmas those tree, guys. Daddy? They've got some wicked presents coming. They've got some wicked presents. they got the new... Uh... Don't say. How do you know? Because these ones are from me. They oh, get right. Father Christmas presents, then they get presents from their mum and presents mm. from their dad, obviously. And they jammy. Presents from me is the new uh, Pokemon game for the Nintendo Switch. Oh. And you've got Pokeball control- controllers. They're going to wet themselves. They are going to wet themselves. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with me, Ian Lee, her, Catherine Boyle. Um, I said Talk Radio too early in that and sentence. That's it. We're done. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Well, Kath's in the She bought a Nintendo Switch and didn't get the one-to-one demo game with it. I said, listen, if you... Guys, if anyone's ever, is ever buying a video games console of any Xbox, PlayStation, whatever, whatever colour, come to me. I'll find your package. I'm the master at spending weeks procrastinating and looking for packages. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to uh, Craig. Good evening, Craig. Good evening. How are we? Um, that's none of your business. You have to excuse me for being polite. You are forgiven. Thank you. Thank you much, kind sir. Um, I've, uh, jo- I, I can't seem to get away from, from the B word. And it's doing my head in a bit at the moment. We seem to have gone around in circles to you, so I have a solution. Right. We need to settle it with a good old-fashioned wrestling match. Tag team style. Mm. Julie Hartley Brewer and Mike Graham Ooh. taking on James Whale and Compo, or whatever his name was. Chris, Chris Bo, Compo? Yeah, Compo, yeah, Compo. I like that. Compo, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Winner takes all. Brexit versus the Ramonas. <laughs> so hang on. No old bar. So hang on. No, so Brexit is going to be decided by four... Um, DAB radio presenters on a station that isn't really listened to that much having a punch-up. To be fair, it's a better solution than the government seems to have at He's point. not wrong! He's, he's got a point. He's God. not wrong, is he, Catherine? No, no, he's right. He's not wrong. Um, no. we, we can throw this out there, by the way. If anyone's got a suggestion on how we solve Brexit, uh, um, do you know what? I'm up for doing that as a phone-in, 0344 499 It can't involve politics. That's oh, going to be my only rule. I was going to say, the current solution appears to be going back and begging. <laughs> please, please. Here's the, I, love, I, love the, I love what happened yesterday in the vote, right? Um, she said, if you let me keep my job, I'll quit my job quite soon. That's basically <laughs> what she said, wasn't it? If you let me keep, keep yeah. my job, I'm going to quit my job quite soon. How about that? Is that a deal? We got a deal? Brilliant, we're through. Well, the, the best thing was Tuesday, she comes back from Europe, I've made significant progress. We had good talk, significant progress. Today, she says, oh, it's going to be slow, slow work. 
Yeah, it's going to take a long time. Where are we having this fight, Craig? Madison Square Garden. Where do you... <laughs> where do you <laughs> this guy's insane! He wants to do it in New York? Where else? Yeah. Dude, we're there, man. Thank- it's an excellent it's neutral ground. Neutral ground. Uh, Craig, it's happening. We're going to make it happen for you, brother. Good man. Thank you very much indeed. I'll do that as a phone in. There we go. We'll have that. I know we're Brexit free, but how would you solve Brexit? He wants to see Julia Hartley Brewer. Feels a little one-sided. J. H. B. and Mike Graham versus James Whale and Compo. It feels, and that nickname's going to stick. <laughs> Sorry, Christo. So, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, uh, Christo. If um, if we didn't know this about you, I wipe my dog's bums. Hmm? I wipe my dog's bums. All right. I yep. wipe yep. my dog's bums. Oh. Yeah. Well, Compo, as you're called from now on. J- JHB and Mike Graham versus James Whale, who's an old man who's you know he's probably not got much breath left in him. He's I'm not to say that he's off ill at the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and Compo, who's, who's a wee lad, they, I feel it's it's going to be a little bit one-sided. But no, I'm up for that. Plus, you know Mike Graham fights dirty. Oh, he's, he's, he does. He's a scumbag. He's a disgusting human being. Uh, yes, line one. Nope, you're gone. Hello, Zach. Hello. 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 Is this... Uh, am, I on, am I on air at the moment? Yeah, is there any chance you could take us off speakerphone? Otherwise, you won't be on air for much longer. Well, I could do, but that would be illegal considering I'm driving. Don't hear your car moving. Well, I am uh, currently sitting in traffic lights, so I'm not moving. Right. All right, so uh, is, is this Mike Graham? Yes, this is Mike Graham. What can we do for you? What can I do for you? Well, I was just flicking through the uh, radio channels and I heard the number and I... I want to learn about this radio station. Is it just... What do you want to know about this radio station? I'm Mike Graham. What do you want to know? How did you get into this? Industry? None of your business. It's none of your business. Oh, Christ. Oh, go back to Radio 1. Don't you... Yeah, you go back to Radio 1, you brain-dead idiot. I'm Mike Graham. <laughs> Sound like an extremely nice person. Yeah, oh, yes, I'm Mike Graham. Get lost. See you later. Get lost. Go back to Radio 1, you idiot. Okay, that's... Please hang up. Okay. Um, I know we need all the listeners we can get, but we don't need listeners like that. What kind of weirdo happens across <laughs> a, a radio station, hears the number and thinks, yeah, now's the time. So now's the time to phone in and find out what they do. Well, Rather than just listening. <laughs> Flipping millennials. Is this Mark Graham? You hear my <laughs> brain going, yes. Yes, yes, yes it, it is. is. <laughs> That makes me porky parry. If I listen too long, my brain turns to mush. Uh, all those people are probably dead now. Oh. Is that Peter? Yeah. Peter and Warmer Green. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? All these old people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. I tell you, I tell you, it's going to be a weird show tonight and tomorrow. Um. Do you fancy doing call straight to air tomorrow? Or yeah. Show? Should we do that tomorrow? Yeah. I tell you why. There's a weird vibe in the air. Us taking the... the, the, the thank you everyone who tweeted, you know, my boss saying, this is outrageous, I won't be listening. I, I, we appreciate the support. It was always going to be the way, and it's cool. We're cool with it. We, we weren't sat at home fuming. It was nice to have a night off, actually. Actually, I'm, I'm knackered at the yeah. moment, and uh, it was a good excuse it to do nothing. It was nice to have a night off. I watched a Gary Glitter documentary on Amazon, and then I tried to watch some other documentaries and couldn't really get anywhere. I had a nice doze on the sofa for about two and a half hours. On the sofa! Finally worked out how to do the heating. Just um, a week before I get a new boiler. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I had the boiler too high. That's why it kept popping. 
You want it on like three or four. Is that why it made your downstairs toilet wet? I think so, yeah. The, the walls were crying. <laughs> weren't they? It's true. Ah, sad walls. The walls were crying. Were. It's horrendous. Um, <laughs> but there's a weird vibe in the air, and it's it, there's so much there's so much happening. There's Christmas is coming, so the run up to Christmas, everyone gets a little bit skittish anyway, because school is finishing for some people this week, couple, maybe a couple of days next week. Um, so there's that kind of excitement in the air, anticipation in the air. Um, as I say, it's a strange Christmas for me because I'm first Christmas ever. I've not been looking. I'm not looking forward to it. So I'm in a very weird. I'm in a very very peculiar mood. So there's that, and there's also this weirdness in. Well, it's not just British politics and world politics, but there's this weirdness, this uncertainty. No one knows what's going to happen. Let's just focus on Britain for the moment. No one knows what's going to happen. Um, everyone's backstabbing each other, stabbing each other in the chest. Everyone's screwing each other over. There's so much... I have never... Um, I cannot think of a period in my life when it's been so uncertain. I would imagine... The last time there was this much uncertainty was in World War II. Do you know what I mean? I don't say that lightly. That's not me making a flippant comment. I was trying to think, trying to think of the Falklands. Well, the Falklands were still pretty certain. Everything was still functioned. Britain still functioned as a country. It's weird, but Britain still functioned. Iraq, Britain, Britain functioned as a country. World War II, th- that uncertainty, because you don't know what's going to happen the next day. I wonder whether it was like that during, you remember in the 70s, the strikes where... Um, you know, bodies weren't collected and all that kind of stuff well, was going on. Was it the three-day week? Was that what it that all, was called? The what? Was it called the three-day week? Yeah, all I remember from that is we have wicked power cuts. I remember it. I just remember power cuts. I remember um, can- a lot of candles. Yeah, but imagine being a grown-up and not knowing how yeah. long you're going to be living like that. Yeah, possibly, actually. <clears throat> if anyone lived through that and you the three-day week and the strikes and all of that stuff, and the, the power cuts were fun as a kid, man. When, what, what year was that? 77, I want to say. I want to say 77. I don't know. Could have been a bit earlier, actually. Um, I remember candles being used a lot. And it, like, whoa. I remember sitting on my mum's lap while we had candlelight. Wow, it's great. Um, but, but so there's this uncertainty. I mean, yesterday we didn't even know. Well, we would still have had a prime minister because she would have just she would have stayed. I, I, it turns out I, I absorb information. If, she, if she'd have lost yesterday, then she would have not been the leader of the Conservatives, but she would still have been prime minister. It's right. a weird kind of thing. But yesterday we didn't know if we had we're going to have a prime minister. No, and that's one of the first things my kids said to me this morning. Have we got a prime minister this I, morning? I had a great day yesterday. I went out on a school trip, with my my youngest, to see Robin Hood at the. And I want to get get this right. Because it was so, it was so funny, and one of the guys in there has got it. One of the guys in it was hilarious. It was, uh, it was, um, it was Robin Hood at the, uh, I think it was like the, called the Water Mill Theatre in Newbury. Man, it was funny. Oh, if you get a chance, it's an incredible theatre. It's an old water mill. It's incredible. But this show was funny, really, really funny. And the guy that plays the sheriff was hilarious. I was in hysterics at him. He's got it, man. He's got the gift. The others were great as well. Everyone was great. But I'm just watching that guy thinking, wow, I want to I watch a movie with this guy in. He's so funny. All young young people, young people in their late 20s. They're all kids doing it in their late 20s. Um, so we did that, But uh, and I was making a real effort not to go on my phone, because I was with my boy, and he was really proud to be with me, and I was, I was Mr. Lee. 
as Mr. Lee. On the way back on the coach, I get very travel sick on coaches, but on the way back I had to... Mr. Lee! Mr. Lee! Sarah's wet herself. So I had to deal with that, and I dealt with that by going, um, Mrs. Smith, Mrs. Smith. And then I got Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, and I had to go back a couple of rows. Yeah, what's the problem? Um, Mary's tooth is coming out. They're like, like six, seven, eight years. It's six and seven. And I said, show me. Like that. And there was a tooth just dangling and blood everywhere. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, have you got a tissue? You got a tissue? Great. Okay, well, it's, I'm sure if it happens, just give us a call. So I went and sat back. And then I could hear these girls going, pull it out, pull it out, pull. <laughs> Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, the tooth came out. <laughs> I had a kid that lost his fidget spinner. Uh, I was handed a, a tiny, tiny little rubber ball that someone had lost. All this stuff, it was great, man. At the time of my life. But Robin Hood at the Watermill Theatre in Newbury, I cannot rate it highly enough. It's an intelligent, funny kids show that doesn't patronise them, doesn't talk down to them. It's not got any winks to the mums and dads. There's none of that. It's There was a bit of the end... <laughs> This guy was great. So Sheriff is put in prison, right? Because he, he, he got done. And the kids just spontaneously... Spoiler alert. Yeah, the kids spontaneously start going, lock him up, lock him up, lock him up, wow. lock him <laughs> up. Trump rally. And the guy was going, right, right, look, we're literally on the last page of the script and the light change indicates I'm in a prison, OK? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funny. It was so good. I wanted to go and say hello to them afterwards. I couldn't. Anyway, um, but but what the point was, during lunch and during the interval, I just just get my phone out to check Twitter. And my son was saying, what are you looking at? I said, I'm just checking to see if we've still got a government. Because it was like that. And I'd look at Twitter. Nothing had changed. I put the phone back. But that's what it was like. It was weird. And do you know what? We've got more of that coming. Mm-hmm. We've got, we're going to have the most uncertain... Christmas ever because this the, the, the Brexit thing isn't going to happen now until Christmas till, till, till the new year the vote isn't going to happen until the new year so there's all this uncertainty so so pity the poor companies that can't make any decisions until this is sorted so that's with there's just a really strange vibe going around it is weird man um, so I think tonight and tomorrow's show are going to be pretty odd anyway. Uh, tomorrow we'll do straight to air, 10 till 1, three hours of it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it's a car crash. We'll, we'll see. Um, and tonight we'll just sit here and chat. And if you've got a solution for Brexit, 0344 499 If you just want to check in and say, yeah, do you know what? I'm feeling weird or I'm not actually feeling that weird. I'm feeling cool. 0344 499 uh, And we've got loads of stuff to... We've got loads of stuff to talk about. We'll talk about the Russian robot and, and all of that stuff. That's my favourite story of the day. Uh, the telephone number is free for most of you, pennies at most. You'll speak to Mark on the phone tonight. He will take your name and number and we'll give you a call straight back. Won't even ask you what you're talking about. That's how relaxed we are here. The phone number one more time is 0344-499-1000. I've just seen a tweet from Matthew Wright. Last show before Christmas tomorrow. You've only been here 20 minutes. What? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. Thanks. Loads of people tweeted me this story, but actually I saw this story myself. The, um, Russia, Russian boffins are claiming they've got the, the best robot ever, right? And it's at some kind of science expo, 
Um, and it's this ro- this robot, and it can dance, and it can talk, and it can do all of this kind of stuff, and its movements are spo- uh, so realistic, so human-like. Uh, and then it was on a news bulletin, <laughs> and um, talking to some students, and these students were impressed, but the camera was unfortunately shooting from sort of behind and to the side, and... Um, uh, the helmet wasn't quite big enough. You could see skin under there. You could see skin and hair. You could see a neck, and you could see some hair. There was a bloke in there. There was a bloke in the room. <laughs> there was obviously a bloke in there. From the way it was, quote-unquote, dancing. <laughs> it was dancing like a bloke in a suit. <laughs> what were they thinking? What were they trying to... Co- who were they... Well, they were trying to... Co- I, I think apparently these robots are for sale as well. But do you get the man that comes with it? <laughs> but he comes from. Then it transpires. He comes from like an edu- He comes from an entertainment b- background. Like he he goes and does parties like that. So was this a scam then? This is a joke then. I don't know whether it? it was. A, they're saying that they never meant to it to come across like he was a real robot. People just assumed it. But it was at a tech conference. <laughs> so I think it's an understandable mistake. <laughs> they did give a talk about him. Oh man! Here's the thing about robots. They're crap. Bought my son a robot. Um, excuse me, excuse me. I bought my son a. Let me correct myself. I bought my son a robot last year. This year, my youngest son is getting a robot from Father Christmas. Thank you very much indeed. Um, and it's one. It's, it's, it's the one that's kind of doing the adverts. So it's a truck, and it can lift. You can control it on your phone and still right. download an app and stuff like that. Of course, so it's like the modern version of big track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, in the adverts, it looks huge. It's about. The size of that mouse. Oh, it's uh, it's probably a l- little bit smaller than that mouse. It's t- it's not a right. Well, it's, it's arrived. It's arrived in the North Pole. It is tiny, and it won't do anything. It would be rubbish, you know. The, the robot my boy got last year. That's a bit rubbish, you know. But he really wants it, and I'm in a position, luckily enough, where I can communicate directly with Father Christmas. And um, it, it can be it can be sorted. My girls always want those kind of um, you know walking, crawling babies and walking dogs and things. But we've got carpet. I said, yeah. so what are you going to see in the kitchen? We've got, I've got wood in the floor, and the boys have got like, yeah. floor flooring boards at home. Um, but also as well, I I know that a lot of this stuff that we buy is crap. I'm happy to keep that tradition going. We don't go. No, we don't. You don't spend thousands mm-hmm. on the boys. Um, we spend what we can afford. We spend a little bit less than we could afford, actually. We could afford to spend quite a lot more on them, and we don't. And I know a lot of it is crap, but... but but They're little, right? They're and, little. And um, I get it. You know, having seen my 10-year-old, we went to see Father Christmas again yeah. this year, um, and it's not, not just to kind of go in and sit next to him and have a picture taken. They have a whole kind of workshop thing going on, and they sing songs and stuff with elves. Um, and my youngest was bang into it, as she always is. And the great thing is, I mean, obviously, it's the same Father Christmas every year. Yeah, so yeah, we've got photographic proof yeah. it's the same fella. Um, my eldest wasn't as into it this year. She was a bit kind of embarrassed and self-conscious. And so that time when Christmas is last. Is, is a kind of, uh, you know, free-for-all and it's nuts and magical and stuff. You get eight, eight years. If that. If you're lucky. If that. If unless you're you lucky. get a bigger kid ruining it. Um, and also, and also as well. Here's here's the thing as well. You know, the kids are going through a divorce. So, of course, what 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 do what do parents do? We buy stuff. We know that's not the solution. We know mm-hmm. that's not going to solve any spiritual void in their in their life. But can't you buy stuff because you 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 think I want to do something physical that will improve their lives? I'm going to buy stuff. Of course, I know that. My wife knows that. The boys know that that that, that isn't having more plastic around them isn't going to solve anything. But it feels like a short term 
It, I, I, you know I feel guilty about the fact that my marriage has ended. So one of the ways that we as humans try and assuage our guilt, assuage. Good word. Thank you. Is, is buying stuff. And it's nuts and it's, it doesn't make any logical sense, but that's what we're doing. But also, the, you know, the boys are going to have... A, they're, they're, our kids are lucky, so they're now going to have kind of two Christmases. They're going to have a great Christmas with my wife and are going to see her family. Then they're going to come to me for a few days and my sister's going to come over. Christmas part de. Christmas part de. So, and, and you know, we, we talk to them and we explain that Christmas is... But they're kids, man. Let them enjoy Christmas. Let them enjoy it. That's what I say. I don't know quite what the point of that was, but I was getting somewhere. Good evening, Josh. Hello. Hello, Josh. Hello. Um, sorry, you'll excuse me. I'm a little bit nervous. First time calling in. Uh, been listening for a while and all that. Hey, nice one, man. Well, uh, thank you for picking up the phone, and it's appreciated. And um, I, I'm nervous every night because I'm, I'm worried that <laughs> Catherine's going to spit at me, as she often does. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's true. Um, but it's nice to talk to you, man. What do you want to say? Oh, well, I mean, I've been... I, I first... Sorry, you have to excuse me. I'm walking home, so there might be a little bit of noise in the background. I don't know. Are you, are you drunk? No, no, I'm, I've just finished work. Oh, OK. Right. I was, uh, quite often we get the, um, the drunk... The pub walk. Yeah, the pub walk. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, know. Okay, I right. hear that a lot. Right. Um, but I normally listen... Because I work shift work, sometimes I listen to the show live, sometimes I listen to the podcast, but I've been listening since... Um, I think it was the Adam Buxton podcast you were on. Oh, gosh. Sure that was, you were on that. That was, yeah, well, that was, um, that was like two years ago, mm-hmm. I think, now, wasn't it? Coming up to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I remember hearing you on that and um, kind of picked up listening from there. But hey, nice I, I kind one. of Thank wanted you. to. <laughs> the thing is, is it's, um, it's been a bit of a weird year for me. Um, it's, it's been a great year in ways. I got married this year um, and all that kind of nice stuff. But it was also a year where I realised I was maybe not as mentally well as I thought I was. Yeah. And. Um, one of the one of the things that helped me kind of realise it was this show, and I know you get a lot of people phoning in and saying that kind of thing, but yeah, I just thought it'd be nice. When, now I'm in a slightly better place than I was at the beginning of the year to kind of call up and just say what a good positive impact you've hey. had on opening up about mental health. Well, th- well, thank you, man. I'm going to take that, Josh. I'm I'm going to treasure that genuinely. That 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 I've had a few people saying that over the last week in particular. I don't know why in the last week, but I have and I, and I really appreciate it. Can I ask you was there anything you say you're kind of on the upswing. Was there anything yeah. that changed or you did differently or because there will be people who haven't been quite as lucky to get to the 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 upswing yeah. yet. What is there anything happened or was it just one of those things? One day you woke up and thought, "Oh, I feel a little bit better than I did yesterday." No, I I I, I live in Luton and they um which is depressing in itself to be honest. Well, we worked um, in Luton for for a number of years. I, I remember, yeah. yeah. Um uh, I'm actually from Dunstable. I'm currently living in Luton, but that is not really any better. But no. Um... Be careful. I think you're about to get mugged by a moped rider. <laughs> I can hear something. Imagine um... if the phone got snatched off him then. Gosh. I know. I mm, know. It didn't. Um, a thing <laughs> came through my door from the Bedfordshire Wellbeing Service. Yeah. Oh. And it was like a a flyer. And that kind of, that was one of the things that prompted me to, to pick up the phone and speak to somebody. I've been through a course of CBT, which honestly was not really for me. Um, it was a group session. Which yeah. Considering when they kind of like, when I had my triage call and um, they went through my scores and one of the things I kind of suffered with is anxiety, specifically social anxiety. So, when they, so they put you in a group! Wow. <laughs> 
thanks for that. <laughs> just imagine them writing that down and going, yeah, never mind, let's just ignore that bit. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. But, I mean, it was a victory for me because I managed to get through it. Yeah, so. well done. Um, and I've been, on, I've been on medication for the last three weeks and it's just started to maybe have a positive impact on me. They say it takes about three weeks. Uh, they, they say three weeks is kind of the the, the turning point in terms of yeah. uh, pills kicking in. Yeah. So I went. I had I had like a check up this morning before work with the doctor and just kind of decided to carry on for a little while and see what happens. Hey, nice one, man. Well, that sounds like a very sensible um, plan. You got a leaflet through the door from the from the the council about. Yeah, it was like wow. They, That's they great. Have, yeah, I mean, it was a really good thing. Um, it's. It wasn't the thing that prompted me to, to... It wasn't the thing that made me realise I had issues. No, no, but um, still. It, it was kind of... I've played in bands since I was, like, 15. And so I've always kind of made my own music and yeah. recorded whatever. And I kind of looked back at some of the stuff I wrote at the end of last year and went, well, that sounds like somebody who's not in a good place. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, oh, man. I was like, yeah. And then, like, there were some changes at work and I, I kind of took a week off work and didn't really know why I wasn't able to go to work. I didn't really know why I wasn't able to get up and physically go. Mm. And I think it was just, you know, a culmination of a lot of years. I think I've had a lot of anxiety and depression for years, but I've never really looked at it. Um, I just assume that's what everybody felt Do you know like. What, that's an excellent way of describing it, of, of I couldn't get up, but I didn't know why. Yeah. That's a great yeah. way of describing the ennui, the melancholy. You know. Oh, definitely. And it's definitely. easy, and I can completely get Is why... This water? Yeah, can I have help yourself. Um, I can completely get why you don't realise until you hear some, like hear someone else mm. mirroring it, because it's not like one day you were fine and the next day you felt crap. You go, this is different. It's, it's a slow decline, isn't it? You sort of drift into it. It is. And the thing is, as well, I found... And I know I don't want to be all woe is me because as a, a, a white male, I'm pretty much the most privileged group there is. But as a man, it's very difficult to talk about mental health sometimes. Mm, yeah. And I, I, I've always found because I'm because I'm 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 about as beta male as you can get. <laughs> I find that I've always found talking about these things with women a lot easier, and mm. just I kind of force myself to put up a big post on Facebook just to kind of rid myself of the shame of it. I, feel, I still feel wow, well done. a bit of shame now and again. Yeah. But, you know. but the shame is also... <laughs> but shame is, is part of it is societal and partly that's the disease is, um, yeah. is, is shaming you. It wants you to keep quiet. It, want, you know, it wants you to stay quiet because if you, if you start making a noise about it, then you're on the road to getting well. Exactly, exactly. Um, um, Josh, I have to go because I'm late for the, the, the news, but uh, yeah, you, cool. you, you got married this year. How, is everything going all right there? Yeah, wonderful. Wicked. Wonderful. Been together 10 years oh, this man. year. Brilliant. Hey, thanks so much for giving us a call, Josh. Call again, won't you? Cool. I will do. Thank you. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. What a nice guy. Got a leaflet from the council. That's incredible. What a nice bloke. Thank you, Josh. Um, uh, this is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Dennis Wilson, right? That album sold more copies is, uh, than any Beach Boys album in, the, in 10 years prior to that. And the Beach Boys are furious. Pacific Ocean Blue. It's a masterpiece. Everyone knows it's a masterpiece, right? But there's a song on there um, written with Mike Love, right? And everyone says, oh, they didn't get on. Yeah, they got on. They got on. They got on well enough. Um, but there's a song on there. It's like an ecological song. It's a little bit heavy-handed. Listen listen to the lyrics of this. I, I... Get a free share with Get 20 I don't think so, buddy. I don't think so. Here we go. Listen to the lyrics of this. Here we go. This, this is a song called Pacific Ocean Blue, right? Listen to this. Here, here we go. It's funky. Yeah. Oh. Come, come to you in a second, Simon. On the edge of a body of water. We live on the edge of a body of water warmed by the blood of cold-hearted slaughter. Yes! Good grief. Yes! It's got the next line. I wonder... uh, uh, I can't remember. We ought to wonder how she feels, Mother Seal. Yes! Here we go. It's no wonder... The Pacific Ocean is blue. Yes, man, isn't it? Come on, the next bit. Here we go. The flagship of death is something like a trawler. Can't quite hear. He's, he's, he's a bit coked up. It's hard to understand what he's saying. Something about whale killing. Yeah. This guy's furious. Etc. 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 It's a great album for God's sakes. Just go and buy it. Do, do we even do in here? Yes, Simon. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Gaff. Hello, Simon. Good evening, Simon. Right. Um. Quick call. Um. But sort of Josh has led me into it. Um. Very nicely, actually. I just wanted to thank you both. Um. For bringing sort of the mental health things into. Into the open. Um, I earwax into the open in a minute because my ears are killing me. But anyway, sorry. Yes. <laughs> sorry, I got my. Sorry, that's irrelevant to you. But my ears are really hurting at the moment. Continue, vous, s'il vous plaît, Monsieur. Merci. Um, I, I've suffered from two occasions in my life where I've hit rock bottom through mental illness, and I've had to deal with them my own way. Uh, now, by bringing it out into the fore. 
depression is one of the most loneliest diseases in the entire world. And hearing other people go through, oh, hang on, yeah, I understand that, I understand that. But you bring it onto a national radio station, and if you notice, the majority of your callers are blokes, yep. you wouldn't dare go to the doctors and talk about it, because nope. I didn't. Yep. But I just want to say thanks. Hey, uh, well, Simon, your thanks is appreciated. How is life with for you at the moment? Is it good? I'm the happiest I've been for years. Hey, that'll good, do, that. won't it? That's not bad, is it? That's not bad. Oh, I'm not complaining about no, it. No, it's good. good. Well, congratulations, Simon, and thank you for your kind words. It is appreciated. No problems at all. Thank you, man. Take care. Bye-bye. What a nice guy. Um, D. Wayne, who just a, a, a few minutes ago tweeted that me and Matthew Wright should get a TV show together, is now tweeting, Bro, are you a music station or what? Talk! I'll do what I want. Dwayne, I'll do what I want. I think it's. I don't think it's Dwayne because it's D underscore Wayne. Oh right. So uh, thanks for the tip, but I, I, I'll do what I want. But but may God bless you. My initial tweet back to him was F off, and then I deleted that because I'm a cool kind of guy. Yeah. I'm gonna. Play, you know, Wayne, I'm gonna play more music tonight just just for you. We'll dedicate each one to you. Here's the thing, man. This show is about life. It's about um, survival. It's about joy. It's about happiness. It's about sex. It's about broken hearts. It's about pain. It's about exhilaration. It's about and, and music kind of fits into all of those things. So if if, if you listen to the show here it is. i got it I, get I, the I, idea. i'm there now if you listen to the show basically you, you're hanging out with me and kath and me and kath sit here as though we were at one of our homes and we will chat and then one of us will go oh it's generally me i'll be honest i'll go oh heard a new song today have a listen to this you're gonna love it and then i'll play it and kath will either love it or hate it but we're inviting you d wayne and um everybody else to come and hang out with us that's what this show is you kind of got to buy into our personalities, right? And if you buy into only one of our personalities, it can still work. That's fine. Don't care if it's me or Kath, as long as you're buying into one of them. If you don't buy into either, then the show probably isn't for you. And that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, so, uh, oh, look, there we go. Uh, Daniel Copeland, who's one of the actors in the, sh- the Robin Hood show. I tweeted him yesterday and he's just replied saying, thanks a lot. There you go. That's nice. Here's, the, here's what I've discovered as I get older. If p- people do things that you think are good, don't assume that other people are telling them well done. Yeah. You be the person that tells them that they had an impact. You you be that person. Don't assume, oh, they must be getting loads of tweets and emails from people saying that they, they, they might not be. They probably won't, because everyone will be thinking the same thing. And I, I made a point yesterday, and I found the, the... I couldn't find the others on Twitter. They're in this Robin Hood play, but I found one of the actors. Um, there's only six of them, I think, in there. One of the actors, and I found also the author as well, the person who'd written it. And you know what an author is. I don't need to explain that. I'm a mansplaining author to you? And I tweeted them both. I tweeted the author and said, i just got to say, I was in hysterics at your show, thank you. And I tweeted this guy and said, could you pass this on to the rest of the cast? Yeah. Um, because it's nice... And we're getting some of that tonight, and I'm, I, I finally I'm learning to accept it. To accept it. Yeah, you've got to let it in. If you're going to let all the negative stuff yeah. in, at least water it down with some nice. Yeah. Um, but Dwayne's a belchies. But but also we try not to make this whole show people finding. Hey guys, I just want to say you saved my life back in Paris in '69. Um, but, you know, it's not, people phone in and say those things, it's nice. And when people quite often come up to us at the end of events and say, uh, just want to... It's normally quite nervous-looking gentlemen with sweaty palms who standing in a line and come up and just want to say thanks. I don't want a picture, I just want to say thanks. 
That's cool, man. That's cool. It's a nice thing. And I'm learning at the age of 45 and a half. I'm learning to accept those moments and to appreciate those moments. So thank you. It's all cool. Um, Josie. Hi. Hiya, Josie. Are you all right? It's none of your business. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying is it. Is it becoming a meme? Are we becoming it's a meme? It's becoming annoying. Okay. That's part of the battle. Uh, but, um, no, I just wanted to um, say I got so bored of the Brexit thing last night and all that. So I decided to watch Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Oh, <laughs> Josie! Hang on, hang on. So from one story of backstabbing and sniping to another. <laughs> Josie, now, uh, yeah. no spoilers, because I really... I would like Kath like, to see it, so don't spoil... But, but what did you reckon? Oh, I loved it. I was like, how, how have I missed this? Yeah, no, how, it's, it's, obvi- it's obviously one of the greatest films ever made, right? Yeah. How have I, we I, never I, seen it? I was transfixed. Have you got any other recommendations oh, for me? Uh, no, I've not got any as good as that. I've got to tread carefully because that was such a, a such a great recommendation that I've got to think. I've got to think very carefully. But I, I mean, it, the, the, you've got to watch it, Catherine, so we can have a proper talk about it. I mean, without without saying anything, Josie. But the twist at the end. I know. And then, where did that Weird, come from? Where did uh, that come from? Oh, I. I I just, I loved it. I, I oh, wicked. I'm gl- really glad. Absolutely. absolutely. I was a bit nervous coming on, actually, because I'm quite hard of hearing. Well, you, you, so, well I'm, I, luckily, I'm quite good at shouting, as I tend yeah. to do for nearly <laughs> you know, all of the phone so calls. I, lis- I, listen to, I listen to you through headphones. Okay. So, because um, obviously I can't wear my hearing aids, but... Oh. When I'm on the phone, and can you stuff. can you not wear a hearing aid on the phone? Isn't there not? No. Can you not like link like smartphones up to a hearing aid now? Is that not a thing? No, well, not mine. Oh, uh, <laughs> you've either got a crap smartphone or a crap hearing aid, Josie. Well, yeah, both. <laughs> we would have let. <laughs> I've, only got, I've only got one hearing aid at the moment because the dog chewed the other one. So, <laughs> so you keep you, an eye on that dog. It's got a plan. <laughs> Uh, you should try try explaining that to the hospital when oh, you know. Mate. We would have, have let a you. New one, we we would have let you go on speakerphone. We 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 let people with hearing difficulties go on speakerphone if that's easier. I don't know if that's easier for you. But yeah, I'm, well, no, I'm not doing too bad. But I was I was a bit sort of like worried, you know, like. Uh, you got I nothing. Guess. You got nothing to be worried about. You've done an excellent call, and I'm really glad you enjoyed whatever happened to Baby Jane. We're only, like I said, keep saying yeah. we're only 56 years late to that party, Josie. I know. Outrageous. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? But I'll, I'll keep listening for any more recommendations. I'm going to so. have a little think because I, I, the next one's got to be a humdinger because that was it that has. was great. I'll have a think. Hey, nice call, Josie. Thank you. Okay, okay thanks. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. There you go. Well, there you. You've got to watch it, Kath. I will. I will. It's so good. I should have watched it last night, but oh. I was busy drawing. Um, it's penises. It's so well. Okay, well, maybe George and, and uh, Alexis weren't for everyone last night, but she, she at least she went and got some high art. I was watching a Gary Glitter documentary I found on Amazon Prime. I watched a great documentary about Barbara Streisand. Oh yeah, what I saw you BBC Four. Oh, she's oh she's um, even more amazing than I realised. She's I'm going to say this. She's one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah, but she, she was told from the get-go that she was a minger. Well, because the, the, the slight cross-eyed and, and the big nose. But as you know, those are both things that work. I think I think both of those are very sexy things. She went to one of the most famous um, acting coaches in New York City yeah. when she was um, in her teens. Yeah. And he told her she had no talent whatsoever. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But they didn't know she could sing at that point. Right. And then when you realise that she started out wanting to be an actress, you realise that that's what gives the singing the extra... 
pizzazz because she feels every word. Am I correct that her and Neil Diamond and Neil Sadaka all went to the same school? I think it sounds good. I think they She's did. She's from Williamsburg. I think they did, and she she was as we know uh, w- w- in the early days of auditioning was her and um, Cass Elliot were going up for, for the, the same, same parts. the same parts. Yeah, imagine Cra- both you know um, unconventionally beautiful women in their own way, and yeah. it would have been laughed at. They're early on in their career. She was trying to get Yentl made for years wow. because it was um, it was kind of a tribute to her father. Yeah, and um, they're for ages. They're going. Who? Why is the mainstream going to want to see a film about a you know orthodox Jewish yeah. sort of enclave and yeah. a woman trying to go to school? Who's going to be interested in that? It was a huge success. Oh, I might check that out. I love yeah. a bit of Barbara Streisand. The acting coach said that she had no talent, but she was a royal pain in the ass. There you go, man. Oh three, the switchboard's empty for the first time tonight. We made it till 20, eighteen minutes past eleven. Um, so if you want to give us a call now, would be an excellent time. Oh three, four four. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Great tweet. It's a real tweet as well. It's a genuine one. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talked about talked to Katie earlier on who uh, breeds guide horses, so small horses that can be used instead of guide dogs. Marie tweets. But what about people who have a fear of horses? If I saw a blind person coming towards me with a horse, I would be scared, having been kicked bloody hard by one. People need to understand two sides of a story. It's it's a really tiny horse. It's a really tiny one. <laughs> I love it. Oh, flipping heck. What? Um, we've sold over half of the tickets for Weird Science. Oh. This is ridiculous. Hmm. Isn't it interesting? The films you choose sell well. <laughs> the film I chose sold slowly. Because <laughs> you go, you're a crowd pleaser. I go for the sexy films, that's why. Sexy. Sexy, sexy um, slightly uh, inappropriate 80s films. We've got two shows booked in for next year already. So one is February the, sorry, January the 26th, Saturday evening. We're screening Weird Science. Um, and then we'll have a Q&A afterwards. We'll try and get a guest, but it's not always possible. Well, so we might be able to get a guest for that. We, we do silly. It's not just, we don't just watch a film. Me and Kath sing a song at the start. I mean, there will be people there with bras on their heads. Oh, God, yeah. We, um... Uh, there's always sweets get passed around. Sweets get passed around. The, uh, pri- uh, prizes, we give out prizes. There's um, a bar. If you people want to dress up, you're very welcome. You're certainly encouraged to shout out during the film and, and boo and hiss and it, cheer and laugh and applaud. It's a laugh. It's what it is. Um, if you go to ticket ticketext.co.uk I haven't put that on my website yet so if you go to ticketext.co.uk and look for Weird Science or look for the Rabbit Hole Picture Show um, it'll come up, half the tickets are gone and the other show we've got booked in is tickets go on sale tomorrow uh, it's March the 20 something Sunday night we're doing a Rabbit Hole uh, in Luton again at the Bear Club is where we're going to be and why am I thinking there's now something in February as well? We've not booked anything in in February. I don't but think so. Or I is was, there another movie night? Well, we're going to book another movie night. And I was thinking of... I'm sure something popped up as a possibility. I can't think what it is. I can't think so. It's absolutely cool. 
Um, so those are the shows. I'll put them on ianlee.com um, uh, maybe tomorrow if I, if I get round to it. But the, 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 those things are happening. January and February, though, going to kind of keep it maybe one show a month. Uh, I haven't seen the kids, really. Mm. And, and I just realised that sort of October, November, December, I had something on at, on at least one weekend, one weekend day for about eight, nine weeks in a row, which just meant I couldn't have the kids, which meant neither me or Kath could kind of relax properly over the weekend with family or on our own or doing whatever it is we want to do. Um, and it was great and it's wicked. We had a wonderful time. Thank you to everyone who came. Um, but so January, February, we're just going to slow down a bit. Rabbit hole in January, maybe a rabbit hole in uh, the picture show in January, picture show in February, probably. And um, then we'll kind of maybe pick up the pace a little bit. In March, we'll go back to Brighton. We'll go back to Bath. Um, we'll talk about Glasgow, oh, isn't it? Glasgow. That's what we're doing. In, that's another thing we're probably doing in March, maybe April. I, I need to. Um, I need to email Graham and sort okay. out some dates. I'll do a little CC email tomorrow with some dates because we're going to do um, a rabbit hole podcast in Glasgow one night, and then a picture show at the Burnt Church. Doing both at the Burnt Church. Sorry, I was, I was burping then, and I've got manners. Yeah, yeah we. I've, I've got manners. That, yeah. You didn't hear it because I, I, I internalised it. It was definitely windy pops. Okay. Let's go to Alistair. Evening all. Oh, there was a little, there was a little squeak oh, there. Oh, it sounds a Dalek. You don't, yeah, you, you, um, you do sound like a Dalek. Shall I uh, hit my phone, do you think? Yeah, go, yeah, go on, why the hell not? Is that better? You don't sound like a Dalek to us. No, you, well, you sound fine here, but is it in your... Yeah. Shall I, um... No. OK. <laughs> well, I'll, go, I'll continue, then. So, you sound bunged uh, up. Have you got a cold? No, it, there's something wrong with the line, I think. The yeah, line... I'm absolutely fine. The line yeah. doesn't make your nose sound bunged up. <laughs> huh? Depends what sort of line it is, I guess. That was a weird laugh. Is there someone there pointing a gun at you, making you do this phone call? No. Hey, here's no, the thing. I'm... Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You know that thing when you get burgled, okay, by armed robbers, but then there's a knock at the door, right, and the armed robber says, right, you get rid of him as quick as you can in any funny business, and I'll shoot you, right? Or I'll shoot, no, any funny business, and I'll shoot the dog. So they've got, like, a hostage, right? Right. And so you open, you open the front door, oh, they got your kids, or you got your mum, or whatever, they got a hostage, right, that you don't want to get hurt. So it's not just you. So you open the front door crack so they can't see in, right? And you look at yes, hello. Hello, uh, is this Mr Lee? Yes. Oh, so what do you say or do to indicate that one of your loved ones has got a gun pointed at them but that isn't going to get anyone shot? Do Because I would frantically pull faces, like... <laughs> Yeah, but but they're just going to think you're having um, like a fit or yeah. or something. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm making funny faces here. Can I just suggest something outlandish? Go on. To that, get my penis out, and then they'll ring the police. Well, that escalated uh, quickly. <laughs> you got your you got your penis out to. Um, the, to the, to the, the club, to the, the Boy Scouts that are asking for Bob a job. <laughs> would you, what would you, what would yeah, you do, Catherine? What would you do? How would you, well, would, I wouldn't get my penis out. Would you, would you say a code, is there a code word? Have you got a code word with your neighbours that means help, I'm in trouble? Um, I would tell my neighbour, John, 
uh, I'd say something like, oh, um, hello, John. Uh, I was just thinking of doing the garden. Now he would know... <laughs> But I'm never thinking of doing the garden. He That's would think you weird. mean your lady garden. He would oh. think it means sexual pleasures. He would come in, then he'd be shot dead. You just killed John. Next. Oh, God. Uh, Next, you've got John killed. All right, so let's try Steve. Steve knocks at the door. Yes. OK, so you've got Steve. one dead neighbour already. Steve's a builder. Burley. Probably quite handy. Yeah. I would say to Steve... Um, hello, Steve. Uh Tough, isn't it? It's tough. I don't know what These I would armed say. robbers, they've got, they know, ex- very clever, very clever, very clever. Uh, and, and the armed robber's listening, so I can't say anything too obvious. He can hear, well, that's the point, he can hear. Yeah. What's the point? I'd say, hello, Steve. He's already shot John, remember, so he's, he's, he's say, popped the seal. Say hello to, I would say, oh, when you next speak to Bobby, tell him I said hello. Well, it's just mouth help. Yes. Right. Well, you can't... If I heard you... Here's the thing. You couldn't mouth anything because everyone would hear it. You can't mouth it. You don't know this, Mark, but Catherine will quite often mouth swear words to me and I have to press the dump button <laughs> because the noise comes out. The noise comes out. That you can't do absolute... silent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Alistair. Yeah. What can we do for you this evening? Well, you've just been talking about a few films. Yeah. I just saw a documentary a couple of months ago. Oh. Now, do you know the actor, well, uh, Leon Vitale? No. He was in the Fen Street Gang, and then he later played Lord Bullingdon in uh, Barry Lyndon. Oh, okay. now I know Barry Lyndon. Which was directed by Kubrick, of course. Yes, it's Belter. And after he met, well, after he worked with Kubrick, he became a bit. Kind of, he didn't want to act anymore. He wanted just to make films because he was so impressed with Stanley. He wanted to just make. What he wanted to direct. He didn't want to direct. He just wanted to work under Stanley Kubrick. Oh. And there's a film. There's a documentary called um, Film Worker, and he talks about his whole life working for Stanley. Yeah. And we, are you a Kubrick fan, Ian? Ah. Yeah, um... Ish. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of him. I like Strange Love. The others, uh, The Shining, I think, is... I'm going to say it. I don't think The Shining is very good. Oh. It's not scary. Yeah, it's not it scary. is. No, it's not scary at yeah, all. Yeah, there's some jump scares in there. Jump scares. All right, listen to you with your your, your hip words, man. Uh, the, the Shining is not a scary film. Well, it's boring. It's old fashioned. It's lazy. It's lame. Nicholson, la- I'm here to kill you. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna kill you now. My name's Here Comes Jack Nicholson. It's a rubbish. Wow. Rubbish. It's the only reason I mentioned. Yeah. It's called, let's say, film worker. Yes. Look it up. It is actually interesting and quite fascinating. All right. Although huh? you get, I like this call. Oh, you get was... the end. By the end of it, you you feel that you wish he hadn't worked for Kubrick because he made his life an absolute misery. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> All right, Alistair, that does, the documentary sounds right up my strata. I'll check that out. All right, mate. Thank you, that. mate. Tutty bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Coming up next, it's an advert for one of my colleagues. Is it one of the good ones or is it the dick? Let's find out. <laughs> 
Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So, we've gone from the guide horses to Marie Jem saying, but what about people who have a fear of horses? If I saw a blind person coming towards me with a horse, I would be scared, having been kicked bloody hard by one. People need to understand two sides of the story. Read Anne-Marie's reply. She's the best. Anne-Marie O'Dwyer, you're a genius. My aunt was kicked hard by a cow. She held no grudge. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you. There was was one young lady. Um, Let's let's scroll back. Let's scroll back down. Let's... uh... Let's scroll back down. Let's. Uh, here we go. Emma says, "I'm talking about the sad, the sadness of a guy taking down his Christmas tree yeah. decorations." Emma says, "I'll help you take down your decks." What's that face for? She's offering to help. Let's find out a little bit about Emma. Let's let's find out what Emma. Um, a little bit about what Emma likes. She likes sunglasses and uh, taking pictures of herself with no top on. Okay. She lives in Swaffenbolbeck. <laughs> Where's that? That sounds like some sort of procedure. That sounds great. Swaff and Ballback. <laughs> Swaff and Ballback. Swaff and Ballbag. She's got a tattoo on her foot and she likes fishing. So it's the stuff you can find out. Um, oh, and... Uh, and she retweets Katie Hopkins. Okay, well, that was a nice idea at the time. Oh, I think she sounds perfect for you. What? How is it? It's funny. And listen, thank you very much for the offer. Um, uh, I appreciate it. Genuinely, I appreciate it. But uh, his dismantling of his decorations will be a matter of just like tipping it over. And can I just say, can I just take this moment to uh, address... This is going to be a video clip. This is going to be good. Okay. 11.34 and 42, 43. Hi, my name is Ian Lee. Can I just take this moment to thank... All of the um, older women, the MILFs and the Cougars who reached out to me, um, both on Twitter and via email, offering all kinds of company and comfort for me as I enter a very lonely phase of my life. Um, it is Your offers are appreciated. Please, please don't think any less of me if I haven't replied to you. It's just taken a really long time to sort through all the emails, and obviously I'm prioritising those that include um, pictures. So thank you so much, and I look forward to meeting all of you. Um, we like to meet our listeners, and I look we forward... We generally, that's not true. I look forward to meeting all of you. So thank you very much for your offers and what has been a very, very tough personal time for me. And if you haven't got your application in yet, my email address is ian at ianlee.com. Thank you very much indeed. He's an absolute nightmare. Give him a massive swerve. Um, I think that's right. There's just there's lonely people out there. That Some of them are not so lonely. I mean, some of them are married. Um, and they want me to get involved in menage a trois. Could never, I couldn't do a threesome. As a young man, the idea of a threesome sounds like, ooh, threesome. It ain't going to work. The maths don't work. If it's, if it's two women, if, it's a man, if you're a man and it's two women, well, I worry enough if the one woman is, like, having a good time or bored. Suddenly you've got, you got two... It's like driving two cars at the same time. You can't do it. 
And if it's two men and a bloke... Two men and a bloke? Wow. If it's two men and a woman, right, again, in your head you think, oh, that could, that could work. But supposing... Supposing he get he, he gets on me. What do you mean? Spaff. Oh, God. God. What do you do? What do you do in that situation? Do you, do you go, oh! No, or do you, you just leave it there? You, do you wink at him and go, thanks, man? Yeah, you have to say thank you very much. I thanks, imagine, man. I imagine I've never been in that situation. Thanks, man. Um, Is that what you do? I don't know. I don't know. And also, I you know, I don't want to be naked in front of another guy. Because I don't look great. And I know he's going to be checking me out going, That's, wow, I've seen this guy on the TV a lot. Big fan of his work on the 11 o'clock show, on Rise, on the Big Brother spin-off shows that I did on Thumb Bandits, the documentary Thumb Candy. Enjoyed his voice on... Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're... And he's going to be running through your CV? It, well, he'll probably be a big fan of mine, as most guys are. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed his voice on uh, the uh, Cats Make You Lol, Cats Make You Lol 2, Kittens Make You Lol, Puppies. Kittens Make You Lol 2, Puppies 1 and 2 mm-hmm. Make You Lol, um, Penguins Make You Lol. That was a bit of a disappointing one. There wasn't actually that much penguin footage in it. Um, old People Make You Lol. Daft Dads. Isn't that one? Daft, daft Dads Make You Lol. Um, and also, I thought he was great in the jungle. I didn't vote for him. I voted uh, for Toff, but I thought he was great. Look at the state of his disgusting, horrible body. Makes you LOL. I don't want to have sex with two people at the same time. Well, don't then. You don't have to. I don't Do think I not? it's compulsory, no. OK, that's a relief. Anyway, I always wonder, okay. because, you know, they say two's company, three's a crowd. One of them's going to be, like, twiddling his um, thumbs, I, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Pretending that he's more... Having more fun than he is. I could do it with 40 people. No. Yeah, yes, no. yes. And I'd walk in and go, I'm here. No, you wouldn't. Social anxiety. Uh, what was that? My foot. Was it? Was it, it was. It was my foot against the thing. Social anxiety. You... Although maybe you'd approach it the way we do after the rabbit hole um, shows where you say, right, who wants a picture? No, I couldn't do a, couldn't do a group sex thing. I, just, I, I do get enough stress when it's one-on-one. Also. Unless you join one of those like exclusive party places where yeah. everyone's really fit and you have to submit a picture. Yeah. I've seen documentaries yeah, about these great. things and there's a reason why they're not fussy. Alistair tweets, I've been attacked by both a horse and a blind person. I have no fear of either. So we're really getting insight into what the traumas our listeners have been through. I've been attacked, and here's the thing, yeah. by a golden Labrador. Now they are your classic guide dog, and yet, no fear. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You should do it. Me. I reckon I can do it. That makes a noise on air. People are going to actually throw up. Squeeze it for me. No. Squeeze it. Absolutely. That is ready to pop. It's going to be bloody. Got a spot on my shoulder and I really hope... Really... Really hoping, guys, I can persuade Catherine Boyle, trained producer, journalist, award-winning broadcaster, to squeeze it for me. No. Come on, give it a good old no, squeeze. Mate, no. you're, oh, you're moving! You want to do it? Come on. No, I'll do it. Uh, we'll wait until it's right. No, no, no. Come on. Don't spoil it. Oh, please don't. Come on. This, 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 is, uh, this, is, this is not my pay grade. Good. Oh, don't. Oh, my God, that's horrible. Do it. Oh, is that not sore? Yeah, that looks be... like one of those ones with its own heartbeat. Look, look, Mark's, gonna... loving it, yeah. Mark's loving it! Mark's loving it! 
you have to put the big light on. Don't get this for Kellner, do you, eh? No, what are you doing? Those aren't, that's not the big light switch. Which one's the big light? The, the, the silver one. Yeah. There we go. That is really disgusting. Oh, that's what you need. Sorry, guys, we'll be with you in a bit. Ay, 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 ay. He's put the big, he's put even bigger light on. Oh, my God. Mm. That, I'm, I'm actually blind now, I can't see it. Oh! 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 Well, there she blows. Did it go? It's, it's come to the surface. Oh! 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 That is disgusting. Has it happened? No, but it's... Shall I take a picture of it? It's beautiful. Oh! Oh! There she goes. Shit! Ah! Ugh. Is it done? Um... What are you wiping on me? Yeah, uh, your own stuff. Oh! Oh! Right, there's a bit of blood there. I think there's going to be more to it, but that's the top bit. I don't want the top bit, I want the... Really, it's gone quite a lot flatter. Oh, you've done it, yeah. Okay, thanks, man. There you go. What's all the fuss about, you see? It's just human bodies. It's just bodies. It's just bodies. Award-winning radio, this, Mark. That's teamwork. It's just bodies. Oh, this could be a good one. Good evening, Joe. Oh, is that Ian? Is that Joe? Yeah, it is, mate. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm all right. I've just had a spot squeezed. Is there any, is oh, there yeah, any better that, yeah. feeling? I don't know. I've never had that done. It sounded, uh, sounded exciting. Um... Yeah, quite a big fan of yours, Ian. Oh. Um, yeah, I've never phoned you up before. I've never, never phoned the radio station. Yeah. But you blocked me today on Twitter, and uh, I don't I? know why. Let's have a well. Let's 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 roll back. Because yeah. it could, of course, be a pocket block. These things happen. I've got a new phone. I don't know how to work, and, and it, I, I find it doing weird things. So let's go to settings and privacy, blocked accounts. Yeah, I've never been blocked by anyone. I just thought that's a bit. You've never been blocked by anyone. Who are you? Joe. Yeah. Okay. What's your What's your Twitter name? Joe Bowers Two. Joe Bowers Two. Hmm. Just J O Bowers and then a two. J O Bowers and then a two. And you blocked me this morning. Well, I don't. Um. All right, Joe Joe Bowers. Here we go. There we go. I see a good-looking guy. You like you yeah, like the mate. headphones and you like the balding look. Yeah, yeah, rocking it in Germany. That was this year. Uh, and, he go, and he's tweeted. You've tweeted my friend Scott because I blocked you saying, "Have a word, mate. I've done nout." <laughs> um, um, so uh, you didn't you didn't do it on purpose then? Well, I'm taking. I'm, I'm just. I'm just. Just going. He just, normally remembers. I'm just going back. Oh. I'm just going back. Ah, I got it. What? What? What's he done? What's this um, guy? What's this guy done? What's this loser done? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> kick his ass. Is it that? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You do make, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I blocked you. I know, I know exactly why I blocked you. Um, <laughs> read it out. I can't read. I can't see it. Read it out. Right. So you. This, were... this was. This was. Um. I, I think because last week when we were talking about uh, that um thingy from um Steve, LB, about LBC. Steve Allen, yeah. And you wrote, you do make some homosexual jokes, Ian, and he is a bender. Oh, this is why I blocked you, because you called someone a bender and fat. No, that was... Well, I did, yeah. Did I? No, no, don't, no, no, I've got, I've got it here. You do make some homosexual <laughs> jokes, Ian, and he is a bender and fat. So he who cast the first stone, if that makes sense. And um, uh, I just... And apologies for using, using that word. I just found that word... Um, Really, really offensive and homophobic, and I thought I don't, I don't want that in my timeline. But come on, man, that's not that's not a word to use, yeah. we use now. No, no, that 
that was. A, I thought you were having a go at Steve Allen there. Right. Well, I was having a go at Steve Allen, but we don't doesn't we don't throw around that word, the, okay. the, the B word. That's a that's a really really horrible offence. That's a homophobic word, man. It's not really, is it? It's yes, it is. Uh, it is. It's a word I used to use a lot on the eleven o'clock. Schoolyard. Yeah, well, schoolyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before we knew better, it's a word I used to use a lot on the eleven o'clock show. And I remember I spoke to um, um, Peter Tatchell came on the eleven o'clock show in two thousand, and I said, "Look, we call people benders a lot." And he said, "Look, I don't find it offensive. Some people might, but th- I know that the tone that you're using it in is not meant to be offensive." But looking back, I'm embarrassed by using that word so much on TV, uh, yeah. and it's not it's school. Yeah, kids say stuff in the schoolyard because they don't know. Any better. Any I had to pick my kids up for calling something gay the other day when they meant rubbish. And I had to say, come on, uh, guys, it's not... So, uh, it is... Safe. It is. No, 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 Joe, no! It's nothing to do with PC. Absolute okay. balls. It's nothing to do with PC. It's to do with being good-mannered, it's to do with being a good human being, and it's to do with not using homophobic language. Nothing to do with PC. It's not PC. Right. Nothing to do with PC! <laughs> Saying that that word, and I'm not going to say it again, is not is a really mean, unpleasant word. And so, for you to think, for you, okay, I've got a dispute with someone. For you to call them that word in my timeline and think that I would think it was acceptable uh, shows a complete lack of understanding of me and where I am in 2018. And people go, "Yo, you said it loads of. There's got loads of videos on YouTube. Yeah, there are. It was 20 years ago, and I ain't proud of it. I wouldn't do it now. Here's what I'm going to do, though, Joe. I'm going to take that. Oh, sorry? Unblock me. Delete that tweet. Yeah, yeah, no worries. All right, fine. All right, I'll unblock you then. All right. All right, cool. Thanks for calling in, man. No worries. Have a good one. Cheers. Tati, bye. If I were Joe now, I'd now send a tweet calling me a massive QB gay lord. (laughs) That's what I'd do. It's not PC, man. It's not PC. And I, I did. I used some terrible language in the 11 o'clock show, and later as well. There's loads of examples out there. That's the problem. I made my mistakes as a 24, 25-year-old in front of 2 million people. 2 million. Chance to be a fine thing. In front of a million people in a format that will forever exist. You know, it's, it's, it's out there. Um, and it was the 90s, and, and it was different then. You know, people did go around using that kind of language and that kind of stuff. You know, as part of that machine. But I, I take responsibility for what I said. Um, but no, that's why I blocked him. Yeah, that popped up, and that was uh, it's homophobic, man. It's not PC. It's not PC to say political correctness. No, it's not, it's just it's manners. It's manners. It's decency. Um, and um, we don't go around calling people that. Don't need it. You don't well, need to. Well found, Detective Boyle. Well, I can spot a zinger. I and you can squeeze them as well. Oh three four. Thank you for calling in, Joe. We got there in the end. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So I went out on my bike today. I bought a bike rack last week to put on the car. I finally um, is it said hard it, to attach. It's easy. I'll show you. There's it's downstairs on the back of my car. Okay. But I've but I've knackered the the rear wiper because right. I well no because I was I was in the, it was in the car and I could see the <laughs> this is such a me thing. And I was sat in the car, and I could see the the bike rack on the rear window. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if my rear wiper could clear that and go back. I, I just sort of thought. And I started it, and it cleared the first bit, but then it got stuck on the on the second bit. So it's, it's stuck, and I think the motor's gone now. That's fine. That's fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, no, it's fine. You, you, just gotta, you just hook it on with hooks. There's uh-huh. like three straps there and three straps there, and you hook it it's on. It's not going to scratch the back of your car. 
Stay, stay in my car. No, but I'm just no. thinking of mine because I'm getting mine fixed. No, 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 no. If you do, if you do it properly, I ain't going to scratch the back no, of your car. No, you know I won't do it properly. Um, and then you you whack your bike on there, and I went for a little drive up to Wendover Woods, and I thought well, I'll go for a little cycle. Did you have a burn, or was it dead slow? <sighs> Mate, it was, it was exhausting. So following the arrows because it says family cycle path. So that should be sedate. Well, first I started and I thought, oh, this is too easy. And then I saw one arrow said family cycle path one way. It's and then extreme. another one. Yeah, another one was like extreme or something. I thought, well, I might go for, the, I'll stick to the family cycle. It's the first day I did. Flipping heck, man. It took me ages. And I didn't have my app set, so I don't know how far I went. It took me ages. Loads of it was uphill on a bike. Not a chance. No, no, no. And then there was one bit. Did you get a bit there where you could go downhill with your legs? Yeah, there were some wicked bits down here. I enjoyed that. But then there was. But you should come over. Honestly, it was fun, but it was exhausting and it was not fun. It was horrible. But then there was a bit where I was about to go up quite a steep hill, and I thought, oh, no, I'm going to get off and push up this. But then I saw two ladies with a dog, and I was a little bit behind them. I thought, well, I can't get off my bike behind them. Tall bloke, dark coat, gloves, and a hat. Gets off just behind some lady. Can't do that, right? Because I'm very aware of how other people feel, you yeah. know. I thought you were going to say, I've got to show that I'm um, really fit and everything. No, 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 right. no, 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 I don't care about that. I, I, I didn't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, no, quite right. right. And then, so I thought, I've got, I've got to cycle past them. And then I got just past them. Heavy breathing. I was heavy breathing. I got just past them and I just felt my legs turn to, to jelly. And I felt my left arm get all tingly. Uh-huh. Right. It's never a good sign. Well, I think that means you're just getting ready for the next round. My left arm was going tingly, and I, I couldn't breathe properly, right? I thought, well, I've literally passed them about five feet. I can't get off my bike now. That's going to look like some kind of sex trap. I've got to cycle up here until I get round that bend. And once I'm round the bend, I can get off. No problem with that. But I've got to get a decent distance and get around the... Flipping it. It was horrible. <sighs> And also my coat was too short and my trousers kept falling. So they could see my bum oh, crack. Oh, so you were flashing them. <laughs> so if you hear that noise in Aylesbury tomorrow. And see a pair of buttocks. That's me. <laughs> I need And I need help. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. Um, and I felt great, obviously, once I'd done it and I got back and I had a nice shower. But it was... Um, when I was a kid... Used to be able to just cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle and then run and then cycle and no, not now, mate. No. Not now. I did think I was going to have a, a Russell. I, yeah. I really thought I was going to go. My, my hand, my arm went very tingly. But the most important thing is, you didn't create any sex traps. Didn't didn't create any sex traps at all. But it was uh, it was you know it was it was an experience. But I don't. Are you going to do that again? <laughs> I mean, not tomorrow. I spent 110 quid on a bike rack. I've got, I've, got to, I've got to do it at least once more to get my money. So 55 quid a ride, I would consider that's, that's not, that's, to be a good... That's not the going rate, mate. To be good odds, I think, could be the thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. I need to lose some weight. I need to, I need to um, get a little bit more stamina. I do... Can I tell this story? Oh. I can tell it if I tell it delicately. So we're coming up to midnight. I um I am a single man. Oh god. It's not one of those, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm a single man and doing the best I can. Okay. And some nights when I get in from work and I get to bed and 
I just can't. I cannot sleep. Oh God. I can't sleep. Not nature sleeping pill. Yes. No. Yes. Sometimes. <sighs> what? What are you talking about? Ev- everybody, everybody masturbates. Mark masturbates. You masturbate. The listeners are probably masturbating right now. I know. I can hear him. Oh, you dirty, dirty lot. Dirty, dirty. Well, the other night I was I was doing that, and my arm started... My, I, was, I was doing my right hand, but my left arm started to, to tingle, and I got out of breath. And I thought I was going to have a heart... I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Well, that's a good one. I thought I was going to have a heart attack knocking one out. Oh, that would be embarrassing, wouldn't, wouldn't it? So I had to stop. I had to stop because I thought I was going to die. And when I was 15, 16, I was doing it, like, all the time. 45, I'm like... <laughs> oh, God. oh God! Let me stop, Velvet. I'm going to stop because Velvet's in the room with me. She's appalled. No wonder she. No wonder she's not spoken. Um, and that, and, and the fact that she's a cat. Um, <laughs> she pretends she's deaf. She wishes she was. So I had to stop. This is this is where my life is at. So I'm cycling. I'm cycling to help me masturbate. Oh. Oh, it's a very honest it's, revelation. It's an honest show, and I'm hoping it's going to be my next big thing. I think I've done the depression thing, done that. Everyone's oh, phoning to, but I want to phone. I want to hear from middle-aged men that think they can have a Russell when they're um, shivering a beauty. <laughs> that's what I want. It. I want that to be. That's the last great taboo. That's the last great taboo. Gosh. Mark's confused now. Look, because there's a phone ringing and we're about to go to a break. What are we going to do? He's, look, he's, he's stretching himself. Look, he's working the phone and he's working the desk. He's better than that Sam guy. 0344 <laughs> is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Flo and Eddie. <laughs> basically the turtles, guys. It's basically the turtles. They did three excellent albums as, as Flo and Eddie. Illegal, Immoral and Fattening. Um, Moving Targets is the one. They did a weird reggae album as well when they knew they were going to get dropped from their label. And they thought, ah, let's just do what we want to do. And they did a weird... What was the reggae? Uh, reggae. Um, um, oh, this isn't it. This can't be it, no. You're not getting it. Hang on. Just, just bear with me, guys. Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Here we go. This can't be them. Yes, it is. Oh, it's them. Whoa! Yes, it's Flo and Eddie! Well, at least he's not doing the voice. <laughs> he's doing the drugs, though, I'll tell you that. Wowzers, I didn't know that existed. Good evening, Nathan! Hey, Ian, you all right? Uh, it's none of your business! Well, you're right there. Listen, I was just talking... Uh, <laughs> that's the best ...listening response. to the show on my way home. Yes, I'm sorry for and, that. Um, that's all right. OK. Uh, <laughs> I like you, Nathan. You're... I like you a lot. I want to give you a noogie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Hmm? Now, I was yes. listening to you about you telling what you did on your bike and how you felt, and then obviously the story went into a little bit of a, a blue zone and... Uh, <laughs> It was quite funny to listen to, but on a serious note, yes. I mean, when I was 34, oh. I, I was overweight. Um, I was riding a bike. I got, like, these chest pains no. and, and feeling a bit funny. No. Anyway, I went to the doctors, and they thought it was asthma. Yeah. Ended up having four heart attacks. No! Yeah, yeah. Nathan's phone to scare me. Nathan's trolling me. He's phoned me up to scare me. No, he's, he's, no, the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah, yeah. Christmas I, I, I was just I was just listening to you and I thought, you know, I turn forty next month. Yeah. I've got six kids with, with Well that one you've had four heart attacks and wait, you're going, buddy. <laughs> Give it a rest <laughs> <laughs> and well, you know, it, it doesn't matter which way your heart rate's getting up, whether you're with somebody or on your own, yeah. if you're experiencing it on a on a serious note. Yes. Serious. You know, I, I know you want to get fit yeah. and healthy. I would go and have a medical done and have your blood done and oh. check your cholesterol. Oh. And it, and if it's still picking up, maybe go and have an angiogram just to check everything here's out. The thing, the here's inside. the thing, here's the thing, Nathan, and you're absolutely right. Um, and I, this, this is Jane, and Kath's going to laugh at this because Kath is, has got no soul and, and is, is not a friend. <laughs> but I'm getting old. I'm going to be 46. not laughing, that's true. <laughs> you still come in the little digs. I'm going to be 46 next, next year and I'm overweight. Not massive, not hugely overweight, but I'm overweight, and I'm 46 soon, and it's around about this time, Nathan, that things start happening, isn't it? It is, but there's also, you know, you, you, you've got your boys, yeah, and there's no harm in just going to doctors and having. You can see what's on the outside, yeah. going on on the outside, being overweight and things. But you don't know what's going on on the inside. You I was what? only 34, yeah. and I thought, okay, I'll believe the doctor and, and everything else. And, and it turned out I had a, an issue on the inside nobody knew about. Can I just go to my GP and get all that done? Yeah, yeah. So you can go to your GP and you can say, listen, 
I've, I've been trying to get fit. There's, there's certain things I'm doing that I used to be able to do, uh, like when you're alone at bed, yes. and you say, and I'm getting out of breath, I'm getting tingling down my arm, I think I need to get my blood pressure checked and my cholesterol checked. Okay, I'm doing it. And if it still goes on, you can you can request to go to the hospital and have an angiogram done, yeah. which is uh, basically they put a uh, like a line in through your artery and they inject a dye and they just check all your arteries around your heart and if they find any blocked or starting to block up, they let you know. They blow through a tube. <laughs> can I ask you a question um, about your heart attacks, if you don't mind? And if it's too personal, yeah, then please yeah. tell me to jog on. But when I was very, very young, I'm talking like eight or nine, I remember my parents talking about someone having a heart attack. And my dad described it to my mum. My dad went, yeah, well, and Steve said it was like getting hit in the chest with a sledgehammer. Now, I, I, that that's really stayed with me, that um, that image. It, is that what it feels like, being hit in the chest with a sledgehammer? Not for me personally. Right. Uh, some people do experience a lot of pain. What did it feel like then, for you? It just felt like I was winded. So that winded feeling, for me, was me having like a little mini heart attack while wow. riding my bike. Yeah. It wasn't until later on. I mean, I, I'm... I'm a bus driver. I was actually driving a bus when it happened. Um, and I just couldn't catch my breath. I literally couldn't even blow on a cup of tea. Wow. So I went up to the hospital to get checked. And they turned around and said, I was having a heart attack. And I started laughing and said, no, I, I can't breathe. There's nothing wrong with my heart. And they went, no, you're having a heart attack. And they rushed me off to a heart hospital in Liverpool and saved my life. And were you, I mean, were you living a particularly dangerous lifestyle? Were you smoking? Were you massively, were you overweight? What what was going on yeah, for you? So I was overweight. I quit smoking uh, about eight or nine years previous. I, I was overweight. I weighed about uh, 24 stone away wow. at the heaviest. Okay. So you were a big lad. So I was a big lad, yeah, yeah but I was down to about... 20 stone when I actually had the heart attack. So I'd already started losing weight. And now I'm down to 16 and a half. Hey, well now. done, man. Congratulations. Uh, well, uh, it, it's lying in that hospital bed and having your kids come in and see you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Maze, what are you doing with your life? These little ones are. Dependent on you, and that's that's why I phoned up because I was listening to it and I was I was going along with. I'm like Kath, I was having a little giggle. Yes. And I thought, actually, do you know what? No, mate, I think he needs to go and get that. Um, do you know what, Nathan? I've 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 just moved into a new a new area and I've I've registered with the doctors. One of the first things I did was I registered with the GP, and I've not been in yet. So um, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna do that, brother. Thank you for the suggestion. I'm gonna I'm gonna make right. an appointment. And I'm gonna go and get a little checkup. Just go in and say to them, you want an MOT, you want you want just a basic everything doing, and obviously explain to them what you've been experiencing. Nice one, man. Thank you. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put that on my list of things to do tomorrow. I'm gonna phone up and get an appointment. Thank you, Nathan. All right, you have a great rest of your show. Thank I'm you, going man. to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> go and have a lie down, old man. Thank you, Nathan. I'm doing it. Phoning up the doctors tomorrow. Good. Um, will he put a finger up my bum? 
Only if you ask him nicely. Thank you very much indeed. No, I don't think so. Not. They don't do that anymore now anyway. You can do, do that with a blood test, I think. Really? I think you can. I'm sure I, I'm sure I heard. It could be wrong. Well, as you know, I had my medical licence revoked recently. For um, good reason. Can't talk about it for legal reasons. Um, to do doctor. It's on the list. Listen, then it's a good excuse to go in. And uh, it's funny, because it's, I've been thinking about this, because I, I, I mentioned there's... there's um, uh, a, 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 not friend of the family. I don't want to be too specific, but there is there is someone who is in the periphery of our lives who's, who we've just found out has got three months left to live. Not someone. That, uh, uh, it does, anyway, doesn't matter. And three months left to live, and you just think, flipping it. It's random, isn't it? It's, it's random. There, are, of course, there are things you can do to give you a better chance. Like you don't drink and drive, don't smoke, you don't eat excessively. You, you, but it's random. It's random. This guy that I've seen around, really nice guy, always says hello to me. And um, he's got three months. Flipping heck. It's random. We got almost no say in this whatsoever. Wow, it really. Um, so it's not a guy I've done particularly well. Um, I, I spent some time with his, you know, with with, with other. I don't want to. I don't. Go, I don't need to go into specifics because there's no need. But um, three months, flipping heck. Um, and that will have an impact. You know, when he passes, that will have an impact on various members of my family that um have not been impacted by that before. And it'll be interesting, really interesting, to see how they handle death of someone that, again, they're not particularly close to, but they're aware of and has, you know. How much do they know about what's going on? I don't know if they do know. I don't know. I I don't know if they know at all, Mm -hmm. really, because I've I've not discussed it with them and and I need to to investigate. Listen to us skirting around stuff. Um, But just driving after I got the news, I thought, Jesus, it's random. It's random. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I could get, you know, I go to the doctors and they do a test. Go, oh, by the way, we found this. Who knows? Well, yeah. But, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that they, they will, and that's what's worrying me. Not at all. I, I check my balls, you know, on a regular basis, as you heard I from mean, the more previous often than story. Needs to, really. God, I'm checking them now. <laughs> you don't know what you can see. This hand, you can't see the other hand. I'm checking them now, and it's, that's great because ten years ago it was a bit. You know, we're joking about it now. Ten years ago it was a joke. To, was it Paul? Was it Paul Ross? Did Paul Ross get his ball? No, he had a, he had um, his, his um, prostate checked, didn't he, on TV? Mm-hmm. But we used to joke about getting checking your balls, and now it's, it's like great. Yeah, check your balls. You know, when my lads are older, I'll, I'll tell them how to. To, to do it and stuff. It's great and it saves lives. But men used to die of it and now men very, very rarely die of that. But it could be anything anything else. You know, I was a heavy smoker for a long time. Who knows what damage that, what little seed that might have planted. As a big cocaine user. I know it's done brain damage because I've seen the scans. I've got these white lesions in my brain from probably from doing too much cocaine. What does that mean? Um, it's, it's all random, man. Um, um, Ian, you're wrong. Says Ryan, I had a rogue digit up the drain pipe at the doctor's last week, checking the old prostate. And again, I got no problems with that. I got no problems with people putting their fingers anywhere they want to put their fingers if it means I've got a better chance 
of survival, really. Nick, stay there. You're going to be the next caller. 0344 499 1000. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hang on. Hang on. Wonder. Hang on a second. Let me just. Can we just see if this is. Uh... Here we go. Found it. Love this. Sing along, Cap. You got to I'm not the only one that sings along to that. My new favourite thing is casting in that song every time it comes on. And, uh, and I just found it. That's um, by Professor Bobo on Bosco Slim. And what's it called? <laughs> That's why I couldn't do it. I'm going. I'm learning that. Yes, right. That's your karaoke song. <laughs> can you imagine? Yes, I can. Don't be like that time I did share in the Conservative Club, <laughs> <clears throat> and I finished it, and I, and uh, I'd done the best share impression of my life. And, does, uh, does a good share. Sat, sat down to silence, and my uh, auntie Edna leaned across and went, Are "You doing a voice." <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Nick. Well, hello, Ian. How you doing? Uh, that's none of your business. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I might have yeah. to record. I might record me um, saying that so I can hit a button because it's actually quite annoying. Yeah. So having to say it all the time. But yeah. yeah. Go on, Nick. What you got, mate? Yeah. Huh? Well, that, that's just a pleasant. Uh... Polite way of saying hello, isn't it? You know, well, just said. Don't really want to know. Well, exactly. Like, you're like, you're yeah, but but then that's my polite way of saying let's 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 cut to the chase. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, I went to the hospital Monday. I had a skin cancer test. Oh. Yeah, no, it's all right. I can say that now. What? What? what were uh, the questions hard? <laughs> it's a joke. I'm trying to I'm trying to lighten up a tense atmosphere yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just thinking, um, before you go, I thought, oh, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, you know. Yeah. And then, then no, you, well, go, you go, oh, if I didn't go, my mum and my si- I've got a couple of sisters, yeah. I'd, they'd never forgive us, like, do you know what I mean? But you feel like bottling out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You you were worried that they were going to say you've got skin cancer and you're going to die in six months? No, I was more worried about my mum, <laughs> it's me 50-odd, saying, well... Well, what happened? And I'll say, oh, I didn't go. It's like, oh, you, you know. Oh, well, you're worried you're going to get told off. All right, yeah. Well, well, it's a bit of, but it's good that you, you get these things checked out. But um, Of course it is. I'm, I'm not an hypochondriac. That's what I said to the doctor. I bet I get there well, all the time. Yeah, be, be glad you're not. Appar- apparently it's fatal. Well, I mean, it's I'll not the some, worst of them. but it's, so, These things need to get checked out. Do some out. my best um, material. 
But you're all yeah, right, yeah. are you, Nick? They, they, you got the all clear. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, it was um, these things. Yeah, yeah. You feel guilty. You feel guilty when you get the all clear. Say, look, before you go, I don't mean to waste your time, but the doctor, you know, I was referred from doctors and another hospital go. They weren't like I just turned up. Um, yeah, listen. Um, I remember uh, I changed tack a bit coming up to Christmas, but I got divorced uh, about. 15 years ago, I've got two kids. Yeah. And the first Christmas I remember on my own, as it were, yeah. I went to Amsterdam with a couple of mates, oh. like Christmas Day. Wow. You know. Cheeky. Yeah, and um, I, I'm not saying there's any... Um, I've got two daughters, and then, like, I've got them Russian hamsters. You've got them kittens, haven't Is that you? a, euphem- is that like a, a euphemism? Is that... No, it's an actual animal. An actual animal. I've got, two, I've got an old cat and I've got two kittens that at the moment are living under the sofa and refuse to come out while I'm in that room. Yeah, neat, yeah. Yeah, they're lovely kittens, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I can't. I'm, I love them, although I wish they'd stop smashing my house up, but there you go. That's, that's one. I don't wish it, actually. It means they're alive and they're having fun. But see, hang on. You sp- one is black and one is um, primarily black with some splodges of white and they're stunners, yeah, absolute yeah. stunners. Oh, they're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've lived with nine cats before. Yeah, I like cats. Yeah. <laughs> we, we kept them as kittens, and, and then you just sort of gradually, but you, for a few months, yeah. What did you... The, yeah, here's they're, what, they're soothing. Here's what everyone wants to know, um, Nick, is what, what What did you do on Christmas Day in Amsterdam? Oh, well, that's the thing you can never remember. We, I, I remember on um, the red light bit, it was like um, Clapham Junction. <laughs> People rallying here and there and everywhere, you know, it's like really busy. Yeah. Um, no, we we just did the usual bits, you know, the grasshopper and the. It's good. We had a Christmas dinner. My mate was sick as a dog. He had this free bird Christmas dinner from this hotel. Now that right, is a you know, euphemism, right? Really Come on, give me that one. A three bird Christmas dinner is a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good fun. It's good fun. But yeah, it's, such a, it's good to chill out when you have a break like that. But you've got a long. Journey ahead, man. I'll, I'll phone up in different stages. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. No, genuinely, I, I, I would appreciate it if you do because it's weird, isn't it? It's weird, and I know that the it divorce is, is probably going to come through. I think it's going to come through just before Christmas. Really, that quick? The cream night? Oh, it's night, been going. No, it's absolutely. been going on. A, it's been going on quite a while. It's been going on quite a while. Two, about two years, two and a half years, three years tops, perhaps. Yeah, something like. Anyway, that. yeah, but All right. you go through that. The first year's a virgin one, and the second year you're like a teenager. Again, for two or three years, you'll see. Anyway. Oh. Thank you, Nick. Watch this space. Good luck. Bye. Cheers, mate. Good luck. Watch this space. Good luck. Hey, I remember, remember um, uh, was it Josh who was telling us about the leaflet that came through his door? Was it his name? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a letter um, from, I got four letters from Slough Council about the flat that I was living in for oh, two yeah. years. Council tax. I'm thinking, I'm up to date on that. And I was, I, I, I'm out. I was out. I told them I was out. And one letter said, you know, £64 for this. Like I said, you are £120 for this. You have £15 for this. Mm. And you have £50 for this. I thought, flipping it, man. I suppose I've got to pay it. Jeez. And so I phoned them up and I said, what? I, I'm, really, I'm a bit disappointed. They changed the banding. Right. Retrospectively. Retrospectively, they changed the banding. Should be lowering it, And I we? phoned them up and I said, what is this, man? This isn't great. And I said, but I'll, I'll pay it. She went, OK, let me have a look at your details. She went... Oh, no, 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 That's you don't have to pay that. That's a rebate. Oh. That's a rebate. We lowered your council tax 
retrospectively. So I've got, like, about 225 quid coming back from the council tax. I was going to say that. How does that happen? That place. It was a dump. But to, but I had a nerve charging anything for that. Well, exactly. But that's, that was... Who's ever had... Who's ever moved out of a property and then three or four months later got four letters saying, yeah, we owe you a few quid, actually, from the council. That's incredible, isn't yeah. it? That's not bad. That's a little, little Brucey bonus, that is. Let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Hello, Ian. How are you, mate? That's none of your business. What was it, Ian? I just... I've been listening to... I'm catching up on podcasts and... I just uh, listened to one about that poor chap who was living in his car. Um, oh, Billy, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and and then the next one was that, that man, David, who's, whose wife, Sarah, passed away. And yep. like, yep. You know, it's just like, I don't know, and I moan about them, the, the, the slightest things, and then you just hear something like that and you just think how lucky you are, you know? Here's the thing, though, here's the thing. We're still allowed to moan about um, us not having any milk in the fridge. And we're still allowed to moan about, you know, some idiot cutting you up. We're allowed to do that because that's kind of what makes us human. And those are the things that that keep us ticking over. Uh, And I know exactly what you're saying. Um, Both of those calls have have kind of resonated with me and Kath in quite deep and different ways. Um, and it does yeah. put everything into perspective. Of course it does. Um, and it highlights the randomness of this of, of life. But we, we're still allowed to, to whinge about the yeah, small things. Because it's because um, we work within the limits of our experience, right? So, you know, if you imagine your feelings and the worst you've ever felt about something and the worst thing that's ever happened to you, well, we're all working yeah. on a different kind of spectrum, aren't we, until something terrible oh. happens and then you realise that you're a lot stronger than you realise and all that other stuff didn't matter. But it's a bit like with my kids at the moment. My 10-year-old is coming to me with a lot of, like, kind of almost teenage problems, like the sort of relationship thing she's having with her friends and stuff. And it's really easy to kind of disregard yeah. it and go, do you know what, you're going to be best mates tomorrow, ignore her or whatever. But to her, that's quite a dramatic thing yeah. that's happening to her and I've got to bear that in mind that I'm talking to someone for whom this might be the worst thing that's happened to them all year, you know? Of course, yeah. I mean, it resonated with me because, I mean, you're both parents. I, I'm a parent, and, and I can, I can't even imagine what it'd be like to tell my eight-year-old about yeah. that his mum wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can't even. I can't even. When I think about with the conversation I've had, I, I just can't do it. It just goes straight out of my head. I, I just, a poor man. I just, I really felt for him. You know? Yeah. No. Well, that's because you're a good. That's because you're a decent bloke, Mark. That you um, were, were able to empathise with that, and, and you're right. And you know, like I say, there's 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 some family that we sort of know where they're going to have to tell their their seven year old son soon. You know, it, it, yeah, it's yeah. Ra- it's random. This is the thing that hit me today, Mark. Is it's is the randomness of it. It's oh random. yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. And and, anyway, Ian, listen, keep you. up the good work, my friend. Thank you, Mark. Cheers. Tati bye. Tati bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hey, listen, it's not just me and Kath that do radio shows on this station. There are other people. Like this person. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, switchboard's empty. Last 30 minutes of the show. Excellent time to give us a call. Tomorrow, we'll take calls straight to air for the entire show. Take I don't know if you're in anyway, Mark. We haven't got you tomorrow, have we? Um, but we'll take calls straight to air. Nice, nice easy job for whoever... whoever. But whoever we get coming in, to, 
Um, so if you want to give us a call now, though, oh, you will speak to Mark. You will get called back. This call is on us. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, ah, now there was a story in the papers. And I'm, right, I'm on one of those Facebook pages about where I live, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I asked them stuff about like used dealer, car dealerships and stuff. And um, I went on the post today. With someone posted, someone posted, um, I've had my outdoor Christmas tree lights have been cut cut down and ripped off and just <gasps> chucked into the street. Oh. Does anyone know anything about this? We just moved into the area a few months ago, and I'm, I'm gutted. Then a load of people. Posted, yeah, we've had the same thing <gasps> today. The Grinch. Yes, yeah, so, so someone's going around and not just kind of pulling them down, cutting the cables and chucking and chucking them. There's like a spate of it hmm. going about 20 properties. Hmm. Who in that local area wants to avoid Christmas and very, very nearly <laughs> didn't have any decorations in his orbit that is at all? Li- that is libel, that is. I'm just asking a that question. I don't know the answer. And then I saw this paper today. A dad was stunned. After an elderly woman sneaked into his garden and chopped down his Christmas lights, <gasps> the pensioner was caught on Dan Hubbard's CCTV, creeping into the driveway during the night and taking scissors to the flashing decorations. Wrapped up in an oversized coat and hiding behind a hood, she keeps an eye out for onlookers before severing the wires and making her escape. Dan, 41, of Cottingham Hull, posted the video online and asked what he should do. He said, So it turns out some old gal doesn't like my Christmas lights. What should I do? Ring the old bill... Or let her go free. All she needed to do was pop round and ask me to turn them off during the night. Crazy world, huh? I can't, it's hard to tell from this picture. I think it's just wrapped around a tree. Um, it seems out of order, I know that, but just seems crazy ringing the police for it. One reader who saw the post said, what a scrooge. Dad of two, ta- Dad of two Dan pointed out the elderly vandal could have been seriously injured. He explained it could have caused an electrical fault or even electrocuted her. Interviewed later, he admitted he would have reported the incident to authorities if the culprit was younger. Wow, that's a strange thing. He added, if it was youths, I would have been straight on the blower to the police, but she's old. Everyone wants me to ring the police on her. She should pay for them. Um... He said the lights would cost £20 to replace, but Dan admitted he was not too worried given the nature of the crime. He added, I'm trying to find the funny side. My children just think it's funny as well. It's quite funny to see a toddler along and cut them. Dan said he would have had no problem turning the lights off during the night if the woman had told him they were causing a problem. Well, he says that. It's, di- it's difficult to go next door and say, cut, please. Please. Turn the lights off tonight. I'm begging you. Begging you to turn the lights off. My elderly neighbour asked me why we hadn't put the lights up yet. No. So we did. That'll teach him. Um, on strobe. Well, it would appear from this story that he's not gone round to he's confront He's pursued her. it. I'll pursue it with a bunch of fives. <gasps> Someone I'd like to pursue with a bunch of fives is Susan. Good evening, Susan. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. And good <coughs> evening to you. Good evening again, once again. <laughs> um... You were speaking about Barbara Streisand earlier, Catherine and Ian, weren't you? Yeah, I was actually thinking of you while I was watching Barbara that Streisand. documentary because you she did... had an affair with Omar Sharif. Mm. Did you know that? Really? Serious? Yeah, she gave him one. Because uh, they, they played in Funny Girl, didn't yeah. they? Apparently he said... Funny Girl? He said when he first... 
when he, yeah. when he first met her, he, he thought she was ugly, and then he fell in love with her. Really? Mm-hmm. He's he's the definition My... of swarthy. Isn't oh, he's he? gorgeous. Oh God, you you that article. I'm, oh, he's ten times better than that. So he's even he's more gorgeous than that. Wow. Seriously. And he's, he's got perfect. um he's got the old um, bottom tickler as well, hasn't he? What? What's a bottom tickler? His moustache. <laughs> Is that what it's no, called? No, he hasn't got well, a moustache, actually. He's clean-shaven. It's not called a bottom... T- um, uh, that's the, cl- the san- sanitised version oh, of it. Oh, I see. But uh, no, well, no, actually, actually, Susan, he had a moustache for a very long period of his career. No, I think we're talking about Mr yeah. uh, Electricity. I'm talking about Omar Sharif, you muppet. I want to talk to you quickly, because you're going soon, about... We're going in 26 minutes, yeah, woman! Yeah, that's quick. For you'll, be go- you'll be going quicker, trust me. Well, I know I will, because you're always getting rid of me. That's all right. Um, You'll be used Yentl- to it by now with your history of men. Oh, stop Yentl- it. Yentl, I saw in London uh, in the 80s. It was absolutely fantastic. So you're quite old. She, well, I'm not young. No, no, it's fine. She was about to sh- tell me off, and then she realised that like, me speaking she, the truth. Um, she, no, I wouldn't tell you. I only tell you off if I need to. She 52. plays the part of a young 52. boy. I know, Shut so... up, Ian. I'm not going to tell you. So, uh, it doesn't so I'm, matter. So, no, it, does, it doesn't matter. So in that case, you just am I, are you 52, yes or no? No. Are you older than 52? Oh, for goodness sake. Yes, she's older! 56. Well, she claims she looks like Sherry Lungi. Catherine. Yes, my darling. Yentl, um, Barbara Streisand, she plays the part of the young I man. Know. I've got and the film. It's... Papa, can you hear got... me? Oh, Yentl, Yentl, Radio Rental. Very beautiful. And she's very, very... Have you seen the film, Catherine? Yes. You've got it, have you? I own it, yes. I, I love that it's, film. It's, it's, don't you think she's clever? She's amazing. That film would she's never so have happened if she hadn't had persisted. Exactly, but she, and her father was telling her she was crap all the time and hopeless, wasn't he? he yeah. She didn't have a very good life. No. Initially, I didn't know her mother, Sharif. No, I didn't. Know, before I, didn't I watched that documentary, uh, it's a BBC Four one. See if you can get hold of it um, oh, on the yeah. iPlayer. I think she's got a beautiful. Be voice. quiet then, and let's listen to it. Okay. Shut up. Okay. Be quiet. Shh. Papa. Where is it? It's Platt. You just ruined it. Susan, can you hear me? Well, I'm listening for the song. He was playing. Ian can get it on. I I had it on. I got it up. Oh, yes. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Take it down, Barbara Streisand, Barbara S. Go have it now. Well, I nearly swore then. I nearly did my I usual. I know exactly what you're going to say. I did my usual swear. She has got. She is very. I think in her youth she was very, very attractive. So you're she saying she's ugly, really... ugly as an old woman? That's a bit rude. No, I, no, I haven't seen her for ages, but I'm sure she's not ugly. But as, as a youngster, she was absolutely stunning. I think. Did you see? Here's, here's, hey, be quiet. Here, be quiet. Here's something you don't hear very often at all. I've, no one, no one, no one what? has ever heard. People have heard what? it, but no one what? listens to this. This doesn't get played anymore. This this version of this. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> No one, no one plays this version. <coughs> oh Jesus! Oh, you don't bring me flowers. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Shut up! You don't me it's not Neil, her and Neil Diamond, or just Neil. It's her. her. Uh, you hardly talk to me anymore. 
Shush now. Shut up then. Stop ruining it. You couldn't wait. You played with my la la. Did you just sing? You you played with my la la. I played with your wing wang. La la. Left notes in the electricity box. I want to tell your girlfriend you're a pig. You use my back door and have mirrors on your ceiling. Oh, my Sharif, come make love to Susan again. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what I was thinking today? 69. Whoa! No. I made myself no. laugh with the speed of that. Are you guessing her age still? Catherine? Yes. I was missing it today. Were you? Yeah. Oh. I was missing it. I was well, well, thinking about it quite a lot. Well, well, gosh, I bet you were. Um, well done for holding off. Yeah, I've got to. Yeah. I've really got to. Just tell yourself not today. No, no, Omar Sharif today. Yes, you said you said take it daily, didn't you? Yeah. Well, don't. Very good advice. It. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just want to ask oh, Ian something before he gets it. rid of me. Yes. Mm. Ian, she wants to ask you something. Oh. Can you? Where is Ian? Oh. <laughs> This is oh. re- recording um, oh. using a device that we planted in Susan's house earlier today. Oh. Oh. Susan? Oh. Sounds a bit like me, doesn't it? Oh. 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 And, and fair, fair play to Mark, because he's wanted to hit the dump button ten times in the last five minutes, and he's resisting. Well done. You think that? He's not stopped. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, can, can you not do that? Because it's making me want it, and yeah, I stop. can't... Okay. Catherine, tell Ian to not to do that. Stop, please. that's like dangling a bucket full of water in front of a thirsty woman. Um, Ian, I want to ask you a question. Stop it. Ian? Oh. I'll turn it keep, off. Keep saying my name while I play this. Go. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Oh. <laughs> Ian? Oh. I'll turn it keep, off. Keep saying my name while I play this. Go. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Oh, <laughs> oh ear, ear. Oh. Deeper, deeper. Oh, that's enough. All right, that's enough. Right, that's enough. That's enough. Well, that bit fruity, retract, bit fruity. Retract. Oh, bit fruity, bit fruity. Yes, Susan, what Deeper, would you like... Baby. What would you Deeper. like... To... No, okay, thank you. You're a horrible lady. Go away. Apologies for that. You started that. I didn't. She told you to stop. Well, you know what she's like? She's an insatiable woman. I was trying woman. to finish it, but I just couldn't. <laughs> um, uh, oh, look, after the break, it's Nigel from Maidstone. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Paul Ross at one. Um, I had nowhere to go with that. Paul Ross is on at one. It's a fact. Deal it's, with it. It's a fact, kids. Have you done? I don't know. I, I've, I've been talking a lot tonight, and I realised maybe you've not. You feel underused. Do you feel no, underused? I, I don't. I don't require using every night. <laughs> Unlike some people. Let's go. Uh, well, speaking of which, it's the king of the um, front and back talcum powder massages. <laughs> it's Nigel. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh. 
Oh, oh Nigel. Oh, yes, faster, faster, Catherine, faster. God, you're oh, making me over his shrivel. Oh, Catherine, stop, Catherine. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that, Ian. It's OK, I was enjoying uh, watching. Carry on, carry on. Dirty carry. pervert. <laughs> carry on, Catherine. Even the Queen likes a bum. Now, yes. Nigel, I, gosh. I've got to tell you a story in a You've minute. You've been genuinely funny. That's, that's, that's surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at your videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. The ones that I'm, I'm in, most of them. Of course, um, those are the, the ones The one with Sadie and Nigel. Yeah, have you seen that one? No. The one where I sing the Kylie song, especially for you. OK. I don't, OK. I, I've, I put it on my Facebook. Maybe you can look sometime. I've just updated it on my Facebook. It's quite a funny one, actually, because... Um, you, you didn't believe I had a girlfriend, and, and we were talking about her, you know, sort of... Still not um, convinced. I can't go into it anyway. Why? She she just wears jeans all the well. time? She's not been well, my Sadie. She's, she's um, had trouble with her lungs. She's had to pop in and out of hospital. Because uh, I think she smokes a lot. Hey, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, but I saw her today, though. She wasn't too bad today, but, but she has Did she been... Did she evaluate any of the property in your house? No, no, I saw her in town. She hasn't been over. I saw her in town. OK. What are you doing uh, Christmas Day, uh, Nigel? Pardon? What are you doing Christmas? Um, well, I'm hoping to come on the radio on New Year's Eve, uh, and, and she's supposed to be coming Christmas Eve. OK. But, uh, um, oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah, tomorrow night I'm going to ring up earlier and sing you the Titanic song, uh, which I haven't done before. Look out, there's a nice burger here. We're going to hit it, <laughs> but the ship's unsinkable. That one? That, no, the one... Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. Every, you know, that one. That's a good well, one. tomorrow night, Nigel, between 10 and 1, we are taking calls straight to air. So if I see your name yeah. pop up on the screen, you're going straight on. And we, you're, we're going to sing Titanic. Um, but I was, another thing, I was looking at your, your, you on uh, Britain, Brit, Good Morning Britain, because I'm not always, I'm not awake, I'm usually sleeping there. So Britain's I looked at it on um, YouTube. Yep. I, um, uh, you did very well on TV. Thank I, you, mate. That's very kind. Talking about different subjects and things. Yeah. You're very good at talking to the camera, aren't you? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you, you're better than the other presenters, to be honest. I think so as well. I don't know why they don't give me a permanent gig there. I think I'm <laughs> bloody good at it. Do they, do they, the Good Morning crew, do, uh, Kate, Kate Galloway, um, I met her personally when she was cycling. Yeah. And she was with Mike Debums, because I used to do TVS in Maystone. Did she tell you that she used to do TVS? She didn't mention TVS. I mean, no, it was a bit, bit busy, because yeah. she was doing presenting a TV show. Didn't mention but, TVS. She did mention you, though, though. She'd met me? She mentioned that, yeah. On cycling, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she told me about that. I met her at Headcourt, Airdrome. Headcourt, Airdrome, yeah. And... So she's a very nice, nice lady, Kate Galloway. It's she's a, a lot older now. She was. This is going back about. Oh, she's very, years. very old. I think I've got to say, it, Kate Galloway. I think is one of the most beautiful mm. women on television. Well, I tell you what, she's they're, they're, she's so lovely. Everybody on that show: Ben Shepherd, Kate, mm. um, uh, Susanna Reid, yeah. uh, Charlotte, and I've not really had much many dealings with Pierce, um, but those 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 what, uh, ones. Morgan? They're all yeah, delightful. Yeah. Re- I mean, really, really lovely people. Ben Shepherd is a real revelation. Mm. What a nice guy. He's very good at. He's very good at presenting. He's TV, great. He's buff as well, man. He's stacked. I've always watched. I've, I think he's been in, on there a long time, hasn't he? Yeah, long time, like long 10 time. Long time. But I used to watch him when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't have. You couldn't watch him when you're older. Yeah, have you? No, because no, I was still sixty. 
Um, anyway, so I was going to tell you something, oh, but I'll, t- I'll, wait, I'll save it for tomorrow night. Oh, it must tease. be getting on for one o'clock now. Yeah, it's getting on for one o'clock. Um, so I've I've got um, a clip. Well, actually, I've got a new collection of videos, uh, films on my Facebook. If anyone Dirty wants boy. to look, and um, a, a couple of yours, and some some of them on the radio. Sadie and Nigel on the radio. Nice one. Well, good for you, man. Well done. Uh, so I'm very pleased that you recorded them. Are you going to record me if I go come on tomorrow night? Probably not. No, well, not oh. with video. Well, video, I mean. No. YouTube. No, right? we don't do that now. You don't do it every time I come on, do you? We don't do it now. Uh, have I got time to tell you something funny? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? We've got ten well, minutes. I go, I go to, um, I go to Tunbridge a lot, you know, to get shopping. Uh, obviously, the, the, the um, oh, uh, what do you call it now? Shop. Anyway, shopping centre. Um, Waitrose. Yes. Get, do you go to Waitrose? I've been to Waitrose, yes, I do it's know. It's a very good place, isn't it? Great shop. Stuff. Great shop. And um, I, I go into a, a restaurant, and, uh, I've got a man following me, who's about 60, who's very fond of me. He's uh, like a bit, a bit mental, a bit of a mental case. I won't say what his name is, but um, he's OK if you, if you say, stay on the right side of him. But he followed me outside the restaurant after a cup of coffee and said, would you like to have sex with me? And I said, no, because I don't know him. Is that he because you want... don't know him? OK. He said he, said he wants it up the bum. <laughs> I couldn't believe what he said. And, uh, and he said that to me a couple of times, actually, but I've just walked away. Do <laughs> it's you... funny, isn't it? It's a funny old world. It's a funny thing to say, though, isn't it? For, you know, to say to somebody. But uh, I didn't... I thought we must have a... Funny thing to say to, to recount to a radio host in an anecdote form. <laughs> Well, I had to laugh, you know, because that's the first time I've had someone say to me, "Could you give me one?" Okay, right, we, got, we know what you we know. Yeah, we we know what you said. Yeah. Um, okay, but you're not you 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 weren't tempted because you don't know him. No, I don't know him. No, no, he, he just he, he he sees me in the street, but I don't know him personally. No. Okay, well, just but be careful. Reporting to the police. Well, it's not. I don't think I want to really. Well, then you don't you don't want to report I, him, or I'm you don't want to do it. Him, he's a very lonely person. Do you feel, when he asked you that, did you feel threatened? Um, no, because I just agreed with him, I'll see you tomorrow. Well, don't don't agree with him too much. No, I said I'll see you tomorrow, and of course he didn't turn up. He didn't turn up. But you do get people like it, don't you? You've got to sort of, um, you know, live with it, really. Well, Well, if, if, go on, Kath. Not if he's if he's if he's making you feel uncomfortable. Oh yes, yeah, yes, he, he is um, bothering me rather a lot when I do go to the town. Yeah, right, he's bothering then. me quite a lot. And if you told him, you, then you must say to him, Nigel. I, I don't like to be rude to people. Well, he's been a bit rude to you. <laughs> he has been a little. And bit he'd rude. like to be ruder. <laughs> he's been rude to me, but but if if he's um, from a home or something, he's a bit mental. He can't help it, can he? Well, yes, yeah. You're, listen, we're, we're kind of chuckling, but actually you're raising a really interesting point. Mm. Um, yeah, he may not be able to help it, but if it is making you feel uncomfortable mm. and making you feel unsafe, whether he can help it or not is actually irrelevant. If you don't feel good about it, then you are well within your rights to well, go to the I'll police. Just, well, I'll just keep away from him. Well, and you've also... It's an option. You've got the right to say no to him and tell mm. him that you're not interested and could you oh, please I, I stop just, that? Yeah, I think, I think he's a lonely person, but he... You I, I, shouldn't really be so rude, but never mind. No. I, you sound I, as though you're very saddened by it, Nigel. Uh, well, other people say I should be reporting to the police, but I'd, I'd um, yeah, you know, I just feel sorry for him. Really. I think the first step is telling him to pack it in. Mm. 
I do, I do, but he still comes on to me next time he sees me. Like he'll stop me in the street and say the same things, you know. Mm. Come, come with me or something. Where does he? Does he? What does he have? Does he live on his own? Does he live no, in I a? Think, ca- I think he lives in a home uh, for, for elderly people. Right. So that's. I don't. I don't know the situation. You, but you listen, Nigel. You mm. never have to do or say anything you don't want to mm. do. Because I said to him, I'm not gay, you see, because he thought I was gay, and I said, I'm not gay, and I couldn't get rid of him, and then I just had to walk away. I think, I think, and if you walk away, does he follow you, or does he stay there? No, no, he, he does sometimes try to follow me, but I get away quick on my Then bike, I would suggest you, see, you don't even, bike. I would suggest, don't even talk to him, mm. just, just, just walk away. If he yeah. follows you, you can say very well, loudly, I, leave uh, me alone, no. On, I think I should report him to the, to special police that are walking the streets, you know. Well, if if you see a police officer there while it's it's happening, then definitely. But then I don't want him arrested if he, if he's if he's mental or something. Well, I mean, I mean, I know what I know what you mean. That it's not mm. a word that we tend to use for people like that. But I, well, we all know what you mean. Well, the other thing is, That's Nigel, he may I be mean. doing it to other people. So it, who aren't quite as clued up as you are? He might he might say it to other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah he might. So he, he, uh, yeah. All right. You, you could tell well, the, the, men, the, the mental health issue, isn't it? Really. Well, but that's irrelevant. That's not your problem. Yeah, no. your problem is your safety. Mm. Don't get. I would suggest don't get into conversations with him. Tell him mm. no in a very loud, determined voice. Yeah. And if you get scared, then ask. Yeah. Go into a shop and ask to phone the police. Or you know, if mm. only if you feel oh, up yes, to it. It's harassment, isn't it? Harassment. It is har- harassment. Yes, harassment. Harassment is right. Mm. You're wrong. Harassment. No harassment. Uh, never mind. I just, well, you you I think Tweedledum? You think it's Tweedledee sorry. and Tweedledum? I'm right on this one. <laughs> All right, Nigel. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Take care of yourself. We'll speak I'll to you tomorrow. I'll, I'll call you tomorrow night, then. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 That's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that's but that's a, very, um, that's a very human reaction, <clears throat> to feel uncomfortable and to think, oh, can I just make it go away by ignoring it? Yeah. I don't oh, want to get him into trouble. From a lot of vulnerable um, souls, the last uh, few shows, and I think it all ties in with what we were saying at the start of the show that these are weird times we're living in. Yeah. These are really, really weird times that we are living in. And uh, honestly, I think now, now more than ever, we need a radio show like this that is uh, uh, exceptional uh, in its difference from everything else that's going on. Uh, it's not to knock what they did yesterday. Of course they had to do it yesterday. There was a strong chance we weren't going to have a Prime Minister as of last night. That's why they did that show, and I got it, and it's fine. I'm sure most of you, dear listeners, got it as well. Um, but, you know, um, if we ever get... By the way, if we ever get taken off because they're, they're doing another political show, I suspect it's going to happen at some point again soon. Um, do follow us on Twitter, because we come to, sometimes do alternate things. We were on Twitch last night, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee, playing silly video games. We might do a little Periscope or a little YouTube or... Or we might all go around to Paul Ross's house and um, break him while he's over here working and steal his food and sleep in his bed. Yeah. That's what we might do. Yeah. Who's been sleeping in Paul Ross's bed? Us That's again. A TV, it's a TV show. Come in, Paul Ross. How you doing, man? Be easy to ask who hasn't slept in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Rossi! That's a great T-shirt. What's that? That's my T- friend Watco. Team Watco. It's a oh, good T-shirt, isn't it? T-shirt. It is a great T-shirt. It's great. I love that. How you doing, man? I've got a cold. So I can you wrapped up nice and warm. 
Yeah, I've got the Norwegian Scandi Noir jumper. Beautiful. <laughs> it's yeah. looking good. It's a bit bobbly. It's from Matland. Four with hours the when you're all working. <laughs> four hours when you're you're bunged up and it's that's that's hard work, man. Yeah, but I'm gonna keep it the way you keep it. Like your cold, cold heart. I'll keep the studio very cold tonight the way you have it. And it, it seems to be better last night. I kept it cold. Yeah. Although, what a weird show that was they replaced your show with. It was a shouty old show. I mean you two Is shout it? each other, but you're funny. Uh, and you're warm and wise. <laughs> I did I didn't listen. I can never listen when I'm off. I always feel insanely jealous. What are you doing to my baby? But um yeah, I mean uh, They did terrible things to your baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like George a lot, like George Galloway, yeah. but I thought it was an odd pairing of him and Alexis. Yeah. And then there was so, like Andre Walker, who's a very um, he's, a, he's a kind of connected Tory guy, quite right. a jolly chap. He's right. a kind of chubby Windsor face. He li- he's from up north, but he's a northern Tory. Right, okay. So he'll go far in the party, and the sooner the better. Yeah, yeah. nice guy though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know me, I'll get him with everybody. It's a, it's a but you know, I, I understand why they did sure. it. Yeah, because we might not have had a prime minister last well, night. Well, they did take a call from Theresa May. I was very disappointed. You two went on. She was looking <laughs> some light relief <laughs> or some relief. What is on your show tonight well yes. many things including i'm talking to a brilliant retired well he's a professor em- emeritus however you pronounce it emeritus oh, it? ask Catherine. she knows emeritus. i'd say emeritus emeritus yeah he's an expert in arthurian literature and he thinks that he Ooh. says if you said to him camelot is in near glastonbury tour the west country Cornwall, he'd say pa he thinks it was in Yorkshire, oh, and he's very yeah. convincing about why. A place called Slake, which I'd never heard of before in Yorkshire, off the M62. He said, oh. I don't think the M62 was built in the Dark Ages. And also, we've got the Dracula Ant, whose jaws can go right. from zero to 200 miles an hour in 0.0000015 seconds. <gasps> I'm not making that up. So slower than Kath. <laughs> The Dracula ants, isn't that a fa- And so, and a leading academic like they just discovered it. We've, we've, got, we've got a quick caller to, oh, to finish it. Yeah. Hello, caller. Who is this? You're on the air. Oh, hi, I'm Kate. Hello, Kate. We're, we're about to finish the show. I know. I was just trying my luck. I just wanted to say I love the way that you're patient with certain people. Paul Ross. <laughs> We've got let to. Me, be... Let me tell you, he's not off air. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> he's very old. He's been sleeping in my bed. He's very old. I haven't seen Paul Ross for years either. How is he? How I'm are very, you, very well indeed, thank you. They keep me off the telly these days. It's yeah. because you know I'm, I'm not. I've not got a face for high definition. He's Paul Ross will be on after one o'clock. You should stay tuned, Kate, and listen to it. He does a proper show. I will do. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, Ian, we, Kate, Kate, love, you're a very Ian, kind soul. I love listening to you. I, I love, love and I love listening to you. to you. But we've got to go. You're very kind, Kate. Thank you very much indeed. Do stay tuned. Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Thank you, uh, Catherine. Thank you, Mark. Uh, this is Talk Radio, dear listener.